Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 1, The Magnificent Seven, the premiere of Season 3. Mm-hmm. But first, how are we doing? Pretty good. I had work today. Mm-hmm. Not very eventful. Ba- basic, uh, basic, basic work basic day. Basic work day. Went to the college, did some editing. <laughs> you said that someone mentioned your shirt. Oh, yeah. I was I was getting coffee. And when the girls who was working there, like not the one who rang me up, but the one like behind, like in the back, came up and was like, your shirt says idiots. And I was like, 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 like in a, ha, ha, I get it kind of way. And I was like, you watch the show? And she was like, Supernatural? Yeah. I've seen it a couple times. Oh. I was like, not to be self-promotional or anything, but <laughs> open shirt and show his t-shirt. And I'm like, but this is a podcast but you might want to listen to. Not to be self-promotional or anything, but we have t-shirts of our own podcast. Yeah. And I wear it <laughs> proudly. And we wear them. Um, she I, was like, oh, Oh no! But it was she was like, uh, oh okay, you know, and then like, but then she was like, uh, some said something about doing like TikTok lives and like that she like did some like based on like some like supernatural stuff oh. and then has done some like other unrelated things and gave me her TikTok handle. It was kind oh. of like you check out my thing, I'll check yeah, out yours. Yeah, yeah. okay. So <laughs> so not entirely embarrassing. No, 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 no. <laughs> not entirely. I have a podcast. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. You wear your own merch places. Yeah, I, al- I also I did. <laughs> I don't. I bring my own chair places. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, waiter! I bring my own chair places. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I did. I did tell one of my coworkers about our podcast because I gave her um, a ride home. Okay. Yes, we're like, let me turn this on. I'm listening to a podcast. No, no, no. Who is that? He's driving. <laughs> they sound no. really funny. You are trapped in the car with me for 20 minutes. You're, I'm going to make you listen to my podcast. My you're voice. laughing. You're <laughs> no, laughing and you're absolutely like, who are not. these guys? They're, They're so funny. Turns it up. <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, I did not do that. No. It's like, they sound. One of the voices sounds really it's familiar. Really, is it? Is it? Turns it up. Is it? Is no. It? No. Is it? I didn't. I did not do that. Uh, so hanging um, from my rearview mirror is a a keychain that I got from the Etsy shop Spotted Town Design. Um, that's where I get most of my stickers for my journals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a um, Castiel keychain. But like made in like stained glass. Yes. Yeah. For plot reasons, I'm not going to elaborate on. But yeah, if you no. know, if you know, you know. And like you know, because some people have like you know, like the guardian angel thing. Right. I was gonna say fuzzy dice, but like, <laughs> but fuzzy dice, or you know, uh, or you know, like a little angel thing if you're religious or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, well, if I'm gonna have something that like like blesses my car, it's gonna be a little cast. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm giving my uh, my coworker a ride home, and she like like saw it and like like took a look at it. And was like, oh, is this that? Is this that angel guy from that show? 
And I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> it was a little, sm- a little smoother than that. Okay, okay. It was, we, we, you know, chatted for about Supernatural for, like, for a minute. And she was like, oh, I haven't watched it in forever. Like, maybe I should do a rewatch. But, like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, I can tell you for sure that um, you should not, you probably should not start a rewatch because it's like 15 seasons. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that how, that I know this because I am doing a rewatch right now. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And you know what happens when you do that? When you are um, directionless in your mid twenties is you start a podcast about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And that's how I pitched our show. (laughs) You know, when you're directionless in your mid (laughs) twenties. And you start a podcast. Uh, and, and then you start watching and then you start watching a show that was super influential to you when you were in high school. You start a podcast about it. Mm-hmm. And th- I then I you know, gave her like the little the little elevator pitch about yeah, yeah, cross generational yeah. um fan lens talking about, you know, media and history and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she it was not a, you know, a, oh. oh. She seemed like she might, like, might check it out. Okay, okay. So if she, if, if my, my coworker's listening, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> it, so it was not entirely embarrassing. Uh, no, I did not trap her in the car. <laughs> you <laughs> the child locks, locks on? Child locks. <laughs> you are not getting out of here without let me tell you, my podcast. Let me tell you about my podcast. <laughs> 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 no, if if you're trapped in the car with me and I bring up my podcast, like I'm gonna do it in like a self deprecating way. That's, yep. that's like you don't have you don't have to. I've been telling people like you are under no obligation you don't have to try listening. You don't have to listen to the show. You don't have to do that. No. no. <laughs> I think we're having a fun time here. Yeah. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. You don't have to. <laughs> See, I always wonder how people, like, what people think when they're listening to the podcast. Well, that's what reviews on Apple Podcasts are for. Yeah. 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 And that's what emails at 3 Idgets Pod are for. (laughs) Because, I don't know, I think it just, it can go on for a while. (laughs) In the earlier part of the show... Like you, you mean you mean our you mean our right now ramble? No no no. I'm talking well, our, our, our I'm talking no. Like season one? Yeah, I'm talking season okay. one before we were, well, don't when we were getting season one. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch season one of the show. No. Listen, honestly, I think season one was better than season two. But yeah. so with like, our podcast? No, no, no. I don't no. know about our I no, I've no I, oh, no, 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 no. With season, with no, natural. Bridget, my I have such a goldfish brain I don't remember from one episode to the next what we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything about our show. Oh, yeah. Season one of Supernatural felt yeah. I like season one like better season than one season better. two. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're here that's for today. We're today we're here for season three. Oh, real quick. You're going to the Vermont thing. Yeah, Are you going to the Vermont I think I thing? I am. Why? Should I go to the Vermont? Yes! Ah! <laughs> Who are you gonna be? Oh, I wasn't going in cosplay. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what that you were messaging me about. Yes. I, thought, I thought that was just your outfit of the oh, day. Oh, outfit of the day. I'm like, and who I should like, I be for the day? And you're like, Kaylee, like, always. Like, 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 obviously, pick Kaylee. Like, like, why are you asking me? <laughs> why did you think I was just gonna wear a Boy Scout uniform with like khaki <laughs> shorts? I don't know. It's <laughs> Fashion? <laughs> oh my god. It wasn't quite fashion. I wasn't going to question you and your choices. I wasn't going to question it at all. <laughs> I guess it's fashion. <laughs> I have worn that shirt, like, as a shirt before, Yeah, though. no, I wasn't going to... it was gonna... in khaki shorts. I'm like... <laughs> Hiking boots. And... I wasn't going to question it. 
It was just like, yeah, these really yeah, are yeah, options. Yeah, these are options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing Ellie from The Last of Us 2. Okay. Um, I'm going to do the tattoo. Ellie has a big tattoo all down her right arm that I can't do because it's on my right arm. I did not think I was going. No, I know. And I, I didn't think I was going either. So I, we were just looking in my closet like, what do I even have? And, like the first thing I thought it was like, ah, Boy Scout because of uh, Moonrise Kingdom. <laughs> Which would be a, which would be really good. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm like I don't have the handkerchief around the neck, which is yellow, and I don't oh, have the yellow. hat. So I was like, I have red and blue. Yeah, and no, and I don't I don't have his um, raccoon hat and glasses. So it's like I don't have three parts of it. I have mm-hmm. I have three parts, but I have the shirt, the shorts, and the boots. But like the hat and I, the glasses are iconic, and I'm like I can't do like I'll just look like a Boy Scout. I won't mm-hmm. look like Sam. I wear I have flannel, and I have Hawaiian shirts. You would go as Justin. <laughs> Justin McElroy. Yeah, just go as Justin McElroy. Cos- cosplay Justin You need to McElroy. buy the book and hold it and be like, it's me. <laughs> Do you see it? Do you see it? Or you could you could go as Dean. You could go as Dean. I don't have I don't have the Samulet. The, oh, the, okay. the, the, the necklace. Yeah. I don't have it. You could wear your ring necklace and pretend. Yeah. See, this is the thing. At my everyday is closet dean cosplay. Yeah. But I don't have I don't have the leather jacket or the right like canvas denim jackets. Yeah. Um Sam's the one who wears the Carhartt coats. Yeah. Other cosplay. That's probably our best option for me. Mm-hmm. Is Justin McElroy. <laughs> yeah. Ellie has committed some sins. Ellie commits a lot of sins in Last of Us Part 2. She's murdered some people. Murdered a lot of people. I would also argue the McElroy brothers have committed some audio sins. I think so, too! (laughs) I feel like Justin specifically has committed some audio sins. (laughs) (laughs) That soundboard needs to be questioned. (laughs) (laughs) I think my favorite is Toronto! Toronto! (laughs) So, speaking of sins, both um, of the heinous crime and audio variety. Let's jump into today's episode, Season 3, Episode 1, The Magnificent Seven. Our episode today, written by Eric Kripke, our creator, shared writing credit today with Emily McLaughlin, who has two writing credits... Uh, on Supernatural, this, this episode, and then one later this season. From, like, her little writer bio on the the wiki I was looking at, was, like, varying different kinds of production assistants over, like, the past, like, season or two. Okay. And then, I think, leaves after the end of the season. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she's like, we'll I'm fed up. Yeah, I have no idea. And then it's like, left to pursue other projects. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, mm. <laughs> I hope that was okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, this episode directed by Kim Manners. Uh, and I can identify a couple of Kim Manners shots yeah. in mm. this. Yes, definitely. Swinging cameras. Yeah. There was one that I was like, it was so, it was really slow swing. There, there are... A couple swing. There are two or three swinging shots. Yeah, that's funny. Um, this episode aired October fourth, two thousand seven. Wow! So we're not getting an early season start. This is yeah. We're, we're we're pushing it a little a little later in the year. So this this episode opens with the road so far with kind of new title stuff. Yeah, yeah. It says the road so far, and it's in this like pitted reflective chrome yeah. metal. Um, and there's like a bell tolling, and we get the information. From last season. So, mm-hmm. in case you haven't seen any of this show, mm-hmm. basically, 
Here's what it's about. <laughs> Basically, here's what it's about. There are a couple of boys, and they hunt monsters. We're going to have a, a big action montage of lots of shooting guns and killing monsters. Mm-hmm. Dean has uh, a voiceover where he says, Dad's gone now, and we have to continue his legacy. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> that means hunting down as many evil sons of bitches as we possibly can. It's like, okay, so we have we have a mission statement <laughs> for, for the show. In case, in case we did haven't seen the show before, we see from last season that Sam died, and Dean sold his soul to get him back. And we know that Dean has one year, and he's not allowed to wiggle his way out. If he does, Sam dies. And we are given a little bit of voiceover to remind us that we've got this little little seed of planted doubt from the yellow-eyed demon. Mm-hmm. The how certain are you that what you brought back is a hundred percent pure Sam? Also, so this whole time, there. ACDC's Hell's Bells is playing. Dean killed the yellow-eyed demon from last season. Last At the end of last season, a gate to hell opened, released a whole bunch of stuff, mostly demons, but we also saw little incorporeal people walking around, so yeah. yep. who knows? Le- leaves the door open to the writers. Right. Let's them, like, who knows what came out? we got lots of stuff to Lots of options. Now. Lots of options. And we have Bobby's voiceover. Hope to hell you boys are ready, because the war has just begun. Great. It is now. <laughs> and now. And now. Also, there was a lot of kissing going on in that. Yes, they, they did also want to show us that the boys occasionally have romances. Usually it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it does. It, it never works out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For them. Because we had watched Secondhand Lions the other day. We did. We did watch Secondhand Lions the other day. Has, uh, Madison. Madison from Heart plays mm-hmm. Jasmine. Yep, yep, yep. I must meet this man. That's a good movie. It is. I really like that movie. Travis Willingham is in it. Yes. Uh, so now, also in that kind of chrome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's new. It's not fire anymore. No, it's not. We are. It, we, they tell us where we are. Oak Park, Illinois. Which is a. a Chicago suburb. Yeah. Right. Suburban so, houses, so all of them look the same. Yeah, it's a, you know, m- you know, upper middle class, kind of affluent, there are street lamps mm-hmm. area, and we see a, a skyline in the distance that, you know, we assume is, is Chicago. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Not like Vancouver or something. <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's a flat. <laughs> it's, it's night, it's nighttime. Nighttime. But so our, uh, in our suburb... We see a business casual man <laughs> taking out the trash. He looks like like a like picture a suburban man in his mid thirties. So I, I'm getting like from this. I wasn't getting business casual khakis as no. as like as much. Like it wasn't like like waspy like Sam no, was. No, no, no. It was. He's, he's he he's giving more like young dad. Yeah. He's got the the short sleeve. It was, look at that high waisted man. He's yeah. got feminine hips. <laughs> He's no, got, it's, it's the, the short sleeve with the, it's the short sleeve math teacher shirt with the pants, like tucked into the pants with the brown belt and the, um, the khaki slacks. Yeah. And the brown business shoes, you know, taking the, taking the trash out. You know, he's got his hair like combed. Yeah. Like he probably, he probably works at like a mid-level office job or, you know, something. Yeah. Or um, young dad, young dad, young math teacher. He's probably, he looks 33. Yeah. In in not a you know thirty three year old playing a beautiful teenager on Riverdale way yeah. in like a that's a thirty three year old math te- math math teacher at a public school yeah. 
Um, so he's taking the trash out and he puts it in it and he, he kind of looks like at his car, I think, and he looks down the street at other cars and it's, he's like, there's um, one, there's, there's a, a car. There's it, a swoop angle. Oh. It swoops from the car, like, he looks and it like swoops over him and he like looks over and <laughs> there's nothing there. It was just that he was looking at the yeah. other car, right? Yeah. There's a car next door. Yeah. That specifically that he's looking at. Yeah. And but, no, I... Okay, I, I just want to be clear about the about this shot. He's you know takes the trash out, looks to so he's he's facing the street and he looks to his left mm-hmm. and the camera kind of follows his gaze and in the driveway next door is like a Porsche, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the camera sort of swoops and follows his gaze to his car mm-hmm. sitting in the driveway. It's all which, dusty. Which is it's, <gasps> this is filthy. Yeah, it's filthy. It looks I want to say ninety seven. Yeah. Which, this is 2007. He could have a 10-year-old car. Yeah. His car is so dirty, there are fingerprints yeah. all over it. So he looks from the Porsche to next door to his car, which is definitely like a 10-year-old car, and it's filthy it, and run-down looking, and he sighs. Yeah. Also, um, when he's taking out the trash... Mm-hmm. There is no trash in that trash bag. Yeah, it's, like <laughs> it's very it's, loose. It's very loose and light and like No, he puts it in the in the trash can and it like and it sags. It, it just <laughs> it just compresses into nothing. Because there is nothing in it. There's there's gotta be like newspaper in there. Yeah. It, it uh, holds its shape yeah. a little bit there's as he's walking. Right. Yeah. He there's like stuff at the very top. Jug. There's stuff at the very yeah. top because it crushes to the top. But yeah, there is literally nothing in there, and it makes a little like jingle, like like a like a like oh, a plastic plastic in noise. Here. Plastic yes. bottles are in here, yeah. or, and but I, I do have, like the trash cans are like trash can TM. trash can yeah yeah TM, 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 TM. <laughs> it's it's the it's it's the metal can mm-hmm. that I've never seen anyone in real life actually yeah, yeah it's a metal can we, with a metal top and metal lid and like like they're they're it's 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 like a. It's it's like the trash can icon on like an mm-hmm. old computer. It's, yeah, it's um they are the ridged. I mean, it's the ridged metal mm-hmm. cans, and the reason no one has those anymore is because they're heavy and super hard to move and like small and kind of small. Most people these days have the larger. I mean, these days have a larger um, plastic cylindrical can or like the even bigger square square, square ones with the wheels, which is kind of more a more advanced trash can technology. Like, I mean, I. I Remember, we had mostly the smaller cylindrical ones, but they were still plastic. Yeah. We had the plastic technology in 2007. (laughs) We did. We had plastics. (laughs) But for some reason, they choose iconic metal. This is a trash can. In case you were wondering. And there will be no mistaking this, because it makes the rattle. Yeah. So the the cans start shaking. And of their own accord, and it's like, oh man, there's a raccoon in there. (laughs) Yep. And and, uh, the lights start flickering, though, like the street lamps. And the garage lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like everything's the, the, flickering. The external lights start flashing. All the lights on the street start flickering. And he looks up, and there is a storm cloud developing. An unnatural looking storm cloud. No, yeah, this like is not, above someone's house. This is <laughs> not like a fast moving, regular, normal storm. This is. A demon cloud. Uh, it's, it's a cloud of demons, and mm-hmm. it looks like it's got these weird smoke noodles in it. Yeah. Yep. And. Uh, and there's lightning in there, but also these these tendrils of smoke that are going and zooming around in unnatural ways. And he walks, takes a couple steps forward. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he walks towards it for a second to get a better look. And it's like, and no. then and then after a beat, he's like, you know what? Well, you that, know what? Fuck this. I'm never done. mind. <laughs> uh, but he really make, just makes that decision when one of those smoke uh, smoke rockets is headed directly for him. 
And he, you know, takes a few running steps back. And trips. It knocks him on his back, or, like, knocks him t- onto his back, and like, knocking him down. And, uh, or he, he, like, turns over and on his back on the ground. And what we know as demon smoke, mm-hmm. this demon smoke, goes into his mouth very forcefully. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was gross. But, yeah. like... Yeah, it um, looked like a snake going yeah, into yeah. someone's mouth. Yeah, like big, an eel. Yeah, big big smoke eel yep. into the mouth. And then <laughs> he opens his eyes, and they're black. Oops. Oops, demons. <laughs> Oops, all demons. <laughs> yeah, demons give you contacts. <laughs> what? <laughs> give me contacts. Oh, yeah, you know, and I don't think those are cheap. <laughs> the, the, the sclera yeah, contacts. So yeah, actually helping you, you know, in the long run. For all your for all your cosplay, yeah, for all your cosplay (laughs) needs. Brought to you by Demon Possession. (laughs) We watch a ton of demon smokes go into the city. Yeah, the demon cloud is like it's it's obviously it's like oh well there goes Chicago I guess. Yep yep. And And then we we get a new theme. New theme. It's a new title card. Um, there's a lot happening in this title mm-hmm. card. It's not just fire. Yeah. Um, we have, there is a ghostly pair of skeletal hands that opens yeah. first. Then there's a flash, and it's the key of Solomon, the, the devil's trap. Mm-hmm. And then it's storm clouds, and it says supernatural. And it visits, visits, visits. And then it, that's the theme. <laughs> so no fire. No, no fire. fire. But it's um, stormy. Visit, visit. Yeah. So I don't know how we do how we do our thing now. No, I it's, know, it's no, no longer don't know. ooh fire. It's not ooh visit visit storms. Oh, there's, a storm. Storm. there's a storm coming. <laughs> oh, storms, storms. <laughs> um. So now we are one week later. Yep. So that was like the night of the 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 gate opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has been one week since then. Sam's reading up on Faust. He's reading about, uh, yeah, Dr. Faustus, and we see pictures of demons and Devil at the Crossroads. Mm-hmm. And then music starts playing from off screen. There's loud music. You ain't seen nothing yet. Yep. Dean appears in, at a window so, to a motel room, yeah, we are Sam, assuming. Yeah, Sam is sitting in the Impala, and he looks up through the windshield into the motel room window directly across from him. Yep, which is right there, and he's right there, <laughs> and right he's there. watching. It's right, it's right there. And Dean gives Sam two big thumbs-ups. And Dean is it just, he's just in a white tank top. Yep. And, uh, then, I mean, Bobby calls Sam while Bobby's driving. Yeah, he does. And I'm like, get off get the off, phone! Get off the phone, Bobby. But then he, but after Dean gives Sam Double the thumbs, thumbs up. up, then he pulls the curtain shut. But it's just the gauzy yeah. curtains yeah. that that you can just see through. Yeah, and to to allow for them to for Dean and this feminine figure who enters the frame to be backlit, so we get their silhouettes, and we get the silhouette of the lady taking her shirt off. Yep, right. Sam is sitting right there. <laughs> And he's just kind of like, ah, whatever. Like, he's my brother. <laughs> I'm like, that's gross. What do you like, I'm still gonna watch. <laughs> <laughs> no! No! <laughs> gross. Um, so yeah, so Bobby's on the phone in the car. <laughs> like, Put your phone down. <laughs> so Bobby asks what Sam's up to. He goes, same old. I'm like, alright. <laughs> like, not really, but like, is it? Just watching my brother Just watching my brother have sex. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> same old, same old, you know. Yup, like I always do. <laughs> and Bobby's like, like, oh, you're, you're bet you're doing research, honey. <laughs> <laughs> bet you're 
What? <laughs> I bet you're doing research, you know. <laughs> I bet you're doing research and you're trying to get Dean out of the out of the deal. And he says, Sam, you want to break Dean free of that demon deal? You ain't going to find the answer in no book. And I thought that line was extremely out of character yeah. for Bobby. For Bobby, yeah. Who is who has like this whole library and is a repository of knowledge? Yep, he's very like <laughs> you reading, son. You ain't gonna find that in no book. And, like, and, you know, and is out. and is refuted later in the episode when he brings out a big old book. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then it seems I, like well, I did wear. He's like, he's like I, I wish I knew. And it's like it's like this is a weird exchange and seems very out of character. Yep. Yeah. He's like reading a book. <laughs> I don't nerd. Like, yeah, yeah, nerd. Like, like nerd. It's like. Bobby, you are the nerd here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 shoot. <laughs> That's right. I read books. Um, he asks, Bobby asks where, where Dean is, and we see Dean's silhouette doing a little yeah. dance. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, hey, hey. And we hear like him. Finger guns. He's like. doing like finger gun, like a weird little wiggle dance. From, like we we see his like like from from behind we see from like his back doing like a weird little finger gun wiggle he's dance like, hey, hey, hey. and then he's laughing and the lady voice is giggling and then Dean does this like goofy like dive yeah. out of sight where are they like where's the bed onto the bed I would assume right but like but it's like this weird little wiggle dance 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 dive and it's and dive 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 I'm glad he's having a good time, but like he seems, he seems funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he seems like a fun and funny guy in bed. If this is what yeah. we're do a little dance, he's doing yeah. a little dance. Yeah. <laughs> what a goofball! She's like, pew, 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 pew. But also, like, what was that? Zap, 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 little gun, little gun, zap, pow, zap, zap, pow, zap, pow. But like, also, like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> out, out of the stool. Come Don't sit on me. Bang, 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 bang. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Bullet, bullet, gun. Sam sees this because Dean did not really close the curtains. No. And Sam says, "Pulling the electorate," which I believe is a Simpsons reference. Oh. I thought you were gonna say the Sims. I was. Nope. I, nope. I believe it's a Simpsons reference. No, I am not uh, a, a Simpsons expert. No. Nope. Nope. We were never allowed to watch we The Simpsons. We were never allowed to watch The Simpsons. We were not allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up. Honestly, for good reason, because some of the episodes really? are scary. Because The Simpsons is a huge cultural phenomenon that we completely missed out on. Yeah. I guess, but, but... I'm sure I would have been, like, disturbed by some of it. Yeah. I'm sure. Because the one episode that I watched in sixth grade was an episode where Homer was left alone at home, and he cut off pieces of his body to eat. That's wild. Oh. Um, until he was a, until he was only a head. This is, this is, that's wild, and not what I'm familiar with from The Simpsons. And he and he was like so hungry that he cut off his belly fat. Oh, and then his and then his fingers. That's some serious body horror stuff. Yeah, it was disgusting, and it was in social that's studies scary. sixth grade. Why? Because she was like, let's watch something, and then a kid was like, how about The Simpsons? So she put on a random episode of The Simpsons. Wow. Wow. And it was happened to be that one. I would have been scarred. It was that awful. Was, that would have been, that would been was, too much for I me. Was, I was much. sitting, and kids were, like, laughing and stuff. But, yeah. And I was uh, just like... like, like you know how fucked up this is? Like, yeah, Do you know was, how fucked up this is? Wow. But anyway, so I pulling the electorate, I believe is a Simpsons reference. I think the mayor is often 
spending his evenings with sexy ladies, and mm. when and when asked where he is or what he's doing, he says he's polling the electorate. Okay, I believe it would have been. Like, I mean, making a Simpsons reference would have been a probably more like in touch cultural you know, relevant reference to make. Mm-hmm. Do your friends be watch The Simpsons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still a thing. Well, I don't know if it's, like, still doing new episodes. Yeah, they are. Yeah? Yeah. I think so. It's been on for forever. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, I know there are different eras of The Simpsons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if, if this if this would land. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember when, some, when one of my old friends made an O.J. Simpson joke, and I said, I don't watch The Simpsons. <laughs> I didn't, but I didn't know. <laughs> but you didn't know either. No, I love it. Either cultural <laughs> reference being made. I love it so much. It's so bad. And because Dad was Dad, Dad was in the kitchen, and he was laughing so <laughs> hard. You knew what joke you, you made. You knew what you were saying. That that could be a very funny joke. Yeah. No, I was just <laughs> Anyway, so uh, yeah, Bobby on the phone with Sam. Bobby tells uh, tells them to pack it in. He has a lead, a lead, right? So how much time has passed since Bobby yeah. telling him, and then Sam going so, into the room, right? Because when Bobby calls him, the uh, the evening has just begun for Dean. Yeah. So how much time does Sam give him? Because whatever it is, it's not enough. No, yeah, but he must think it's enough time. But it's it when they le- do leave, it is still nighttime. Yeah. So like it's October, so an hour. So, yeah, maybe he's like, okay, I'll give 30 this guy minutes. Like, I don't I'll know. I'll give this guy how, thirty minutes how tonight. Long? And <laughs> how long? What is the etiquette here? How right? long do you wait? So like, you've just gotten a call that you have a lead on the demon war situation, right? You're like, this is pressing. How, but how long do you give your sibling, who you know has just gotten sexy? You don't want to like walk. They just and you, started, and you don't want to walk in on them. So, well, here's the thing, right? Sam doesn't just knock very loudly. No, he goes he in. He walks in, and he's like, "Are you conscious?" And he doesn't just like crack the door, like to keep the door between him and the room, and yell, and, and, and yell into the room, like, "I'm he, coming in." He he actually like sticks his head around the door. Whoop! And so he must think that enough time has passed yeah. for Dean to not just, you know, be unconscious, but then be conscious again. Yeah. But it is still nighttime. Yeah. How much time is that, <laughs> do we think? I'm going to say 30 minutes to 45 minutes to an hour. I don't know. That's so fast. But also, this is a very pressing demon war situation. Yes. But also, an hour. but also, if you're saying 30 minutes to an hour, that is so fast for Sam to actually walk in. Yeah. No, it is. That's, but that's I too have a fast. Feeling, I have a feeling that he's like, so, um, whatever. Uh, I don't know if he's like, whatever. It's like... No, no, not like, did, for like... Did he just wait to, like... No, because he, he, it's not like he waited until there were no sounds, because there were sounds. Yeah. I think yeah. he thinks... I there think, was there was an auditory experience happening when Sam entered that room. <laughs> I think he thinks that, like, an hour is enough time. time. Like, it couldn't be a couple hours. I think and what would he do? He's just reading? Like, he would just sit there? I think he's like, yeah. an hour is enough time. Right. Uh, an hour. I'll walk in, and he'll be, he'll be sleepy time. Uh, right, maybe he's like, oh, like, this is not gonna last long. He's going out with a bang. Yeah. Like, this is... Yeah, he's, he's like, like, when was the last time that yeah, he... Yeah, like, this is like, not like, this is gonna be quick. Yep. Yeah, the last time that he got some time not to do this was in, uh, Hollywood. Oh, no, you're right, with Hollywood. 
you guys, you, you, you think 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Okay. That's probably what Sam gives it. Yeah. Because this guy's super impatient because, too. Because yeah, he's super yeah, impatient. He's like this tapping is pressing. his leg. This is pressing. Look at he can't. Time. He can't just give. He can't just give Dean the night or whatever. Yeah. This is this is pressing. They've got to go. He probably gives them forty five minutes to an hour. We gotta go. <laughs> it's not long enough. Is, yeah, no. is the problem? Um, because Sam just he doesn't knock. He just kind of lets himself in. And sh- kind of shouts into the room. And the door, or he must have a key. But it's, I'm it's, like, it's, it's, it's their, their room. It's their motel room. Yeah. Sam lets himself in and calls out, you know, Bobby called. He thinks that maybe, and then he's po- he has poked his head around the door. Yeah. Instead of just, like, having the door open and having the door between him and the rest of the room and saying just very loudly into the room. Why would you? <laughs> you know there's a mostly naked lady somewhere in there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would you look? <clears throat> Why would Don't you look. Why would you peek why your would whole you, head around? Why and would you do that? Maybe he's eyes. just a perv. I don't know what he was expecting because he goes, "Oh God!" And, 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 oh God! And and runs away. He obviously saw something. And we hear Dean in the back, like, "Woohoo!" Yeah. So our next, we sort of transition <laughs> into. <Sims. laughs> Literally woohooing, woohooing. Yeah. So our transition is to. Dean driving the Impala kind of wildly, like it kind of gives a bounce yo, over yo. A, over a hill, and he's laughing, um, laughing and smiling. And Sam asks him to let him see his knife, and he's like, "What? Why?" And Sam says, "So I can gouge my eyes out." Yep. And I'm just like, "Great, we're right in Dean is horny again." Yeah. yeah. And he does say, it. "He's like, I appreciate you giving me a little quality time with the Doublemint twins." I'm like, "Ah." So there. So there were two. Uh, unless it's one person with two boobs. I, <laughs> we only saw one lady. Yeah. yeah. He could just be referring to, her to boobs. boobs. Yeah. Unless there were two of Unless them. Unless there were two ladies that we didn't Which see. Which would second lady. Think, I think it's the boobs. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think he's referring specifically to boobs. Which I always get really weird, uncomfortable when they talk about like, like one guy having sex with like twins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably just one person. So yeah, great that Dean is horny again. Yeah, he's horny for this like whole episode. Yeah, and he's uh, like, and I do. Oh, I was I do expecting have... an eye roll from you. Yeah, like... I do have something to say about that later. Okay, Sam is like, well, you deserve to have a little fun, and it's like this like resigned like, well, I know you're gonna die. Uh, like, I know you're yeah. s- you've sold your soul, so yeah, I guess you deserve to have some fun. Yeah, Sam, Sam is is like being like kind of sad about it, and he's like like yeah like. Like you can, you can have your fun. You're gonna die in a year. Yeah, you can, you can, you can fondle some. <laughs> <laughs> the double mint twins. Yeah, the double <laughs> and Dean, Dean, you know, sort of obnoxiously is like, "Oh, I'm in violent agreement with you there." The lead that that Bobby has um, is a crop failure and a cicada swarm outside Lincoln, Nebraska, which could be demonic, but there's been no deaths yet, as far as they know. Storm clouds, like the the night the the Devil's Gate opened, storm clouds appeared above 17 U.S. cities. But then other than that, it's been nothing. Um, And it's been five days. And Dean, impatient, is like, he just wishes that, like, if there's going to be a war, it would just start already. Sam is like, be careful what you wish for. It's like, like, oh, 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 oh. We arrive... It's daytime. Daytime! <laughs> <laughs> thank you for giving us places again. Yeah, just outside Lincoln, Nebraska. Now we know where we are. they That's the first time they've been, like, just outside. The boys are all up, uh, and Dean is eating a cheeseburger, yeah. and we hear a cicada noise. 
Um, and Bobby's like comments on it. He's like, we're eating bacon cheeseburgers for breakfast now. And Dean is like, well, I sold my soul. Got a year to live. I ain't sweating the cholesterol. Here's the thing. Bacon cheeseburgers, uh, they're the way to go. <laughs> for breakfast? Pie for breakfast? No, no, don't say pie for breakfast. Say pie for breakfast? Not necessarily for breakfast. So this, uh, the scene where the boys pull up and Dean's got, uh, the, the burger in hand is our first swinging shot. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's our first Kim Manor shot Can of the episode. Count the one with the car as the first one. Like swinging from like that car to over to his car. Yeah. May, I mean, th- that was definitely, I mean, this whole episode was directed by Kim Manor. So that yeah. was definitely a, that was diff- a choice. It was a, the, it was yeah. a choice and it was a different shot, but like, I am specifically talking about the one long shot where the three, where there's multiple people having dialogue and the camera goes uh. around the entire group. Yeah. yeah, which it does here while they're having this exchange, and I like I don't know why you make the choice for this camera direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because for this sort of swinging around shot, it's not like what, revealing anything, right? And usually, like I I feel like the dialogue that should be happening in a a single long shot where it's moving around multiple people talking. I feel like the intense. dialogue should be more intense. Yeah. So we're getting like as the dialogue is talking, we're getting like, that person talks and that person talks and now that person talks and like it's right. intense and, and, and then and, as and, they and, talk and it, the it perspective changes like, and and, and, and like you're getting everybody's reaction twilight, to what everyone else is saying. The twilight scene when she throws Jacob out. And she's like, you look pretty on my daughter? Is that, is that one shot or do they cut back and forth? It's, 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 they do kind of cut back, but it's like, at first it's one big shot, uh, for a while, but then they cut to Jacob. But it would be, it would have been a good intense shot if they did the like around. Yeah. Uh, that's the type of intense shot. Or that the intensity that yeah. was necessary yeah. for that yeah, kind of I, shot. So, but for just an exchange about Bobby giving Dean shit about eating bacon cheeseburgers in the morning, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that's an interesting direction choice to be making for this level of. <laughs> it would be so funny if he did that for literally every scene. He makes some. I mean, Kim Manners makes some really interesting camera choices. I yeah, know, but I'm just but saying. Like, why? I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying. I'm like, why? Why did we do that? And. To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. This was a lot slower than sometimes, and I yeah. did not get motion sick here, right? Because sometimes he goes very fast, and I get dizzy. <laughs> I'm just saying because <laughs> of my broken if, brain. It would be really funny if literally every time they had a scene where people were talking, dialogue it, it just, just circles <laughs> around them the whole time, <laughs> and then they do it again. <laughs> so the boys and Bobby head up to the porch. Dean knocks and loudly says, Candy Graham. And he doesn't wait before... They wait a second. They wait a second. And then he's like, no, well, no, no one's coming. Well, because they're, they're pretty sure that this is not going to be a good situation they're, they're going into. But Dean is being kind of obnoxious yeah. here. He's being kind of, like like with the bacon cheeseburger and the, the chowed and Candy Graham, a little bit heightened. Yeah. Which is throughout this episode. And, like, we, I'll, I'll keep, you know, bringing it up, but... Now, like looking back at the um, the the horny scene, mm-hmm. Dean being you know really you know kind of weird and horny is a little bit more heightened, Dean, yeah, than than what we've seen in the past season. Mm-hmm. Like the like the writing kind of feels like you know like oh man we're just gonna go back to being like season one Dean, but I I don't think that that's actually true. I think like what we're seeing in this episode 
uh, right now is a is 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 sort of a a tense heightened state for him. Yeah. So he, he's you know obnoxiously loud. Candy Graham. There's no reply. So he forces the lock while Bobby and Sam arm up. They open the door, and they walk in. And Dean coughs. Sam makes a face, and Bobby covers his nose, and Dean's like, that so cannot be a good sign. Sounds of, like, flies buzzing, so we have to assume... It smells bad. It something smells bad Because, probably because of either, like, rotting meat or something. Whatever was in the kitchen rotted. Yeah. What we find in just a minute. Yeah, probably um, dead bodies. So they arm up um, and start clearing the first floor. Um, Bobby splits off from the boys, and they're going through... Um, you know, posted up in doorways, clearing rooms. They hear like a screaming noise, like yeah. muffled. Like it, throughout this first floor, there's no like obvious signs of a struggle. Nothing's yeah. been, nothing's been tossed. Nothing like there was no obvious like break in. There's no yeah. broken glass. It's just a normal empty, look, house. empty house. But they and they post up at a door where they hear this like noise coming from behind it, and they burst in with guns and they find three bodies on a couch with a TV on. Bobby bursts in through the other, like a doorway through the other side, and they're like, "What happened here?" And Bobby's like, "I don't know." But the, like, it's obvious, like, like this is where the smell is coming from. Yeah, they yeah. all they all kind of gag when they come in. It looks like I mean, it's just these three bodies. Like they're not like it's, it's it's not blood splatter. Well, yeah, well no, no, they're not they're, they're not moving. They're but they're, it's, three, it's, three, it's three dead people, but they're like. Just, it wasn't you know, like their throats were slit or like right, there's something no, violent, you know. It was you know, like they just they're, they're looked just, like drained and like dry and like like like, just, like mummified like, almost. Yeah. Um, it looked like they were just like sinking into the couch. Yeah, yeah, you know, very, gaunt faces, sunken, yeah, very skin good special and effects. like yeah, hmm? yeah, right. yeah, very good, good, good effects. effects. So all three of them like they start to sweep the room for sulfur, but Dean sees a shadow past the window and hears a creak. And signals to the others to, like, go flank to, you know, to head around the other side while he goes to the door. So Dean, like, like cracks the door out onto the porch, steps out and sort of, you know, sweeps the porch. He walks around, he looks around, he walks around, he turns around and gets jumped by a man with a rifle. Immediately before there is an, an interesting, like, POV shot from, like, kind of under the porch steps. Right. Like Which, like, was like there animal. someone there? There's like not, there, there, no, there's not enough room in the flower beds. Yeah, yeah. No, it looked like there was, like, an animal in the bushes. Right. Was yeah. Dean. You know, that's just, you know, the groundhog that lives under the porch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is wondering what What's he's going doing. On? <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, Dean spins around just in time, but not, like, Spins, spins around, but not in enough time to stop the man with the rifle from clocking him. Knocks Dean to the ground, and we hear Bobby's voice, or Bobby comes out, and he's like, Isaac? Tamara? <laughs> so there's a man with a rifle and a woman who's come up to assist. Obviously, they know, they know Bobby. And again, some interesting camera work. So the, 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 the camera is like at, D- Dean is on his back on the ground. Looking at um, the this man with a rifle and this woman who are like standing at his feet, and the camera is at Dean's shoulder, sort of giving like a from the ground perspective, and then looks up and back to see Bobby walking up the porch from like like the direction of Dean's head. So we see Bobby upside down. Yep, mm-hmm. it was cool. Kind of covers. Yeah, no, that yeah. was a cool and interesting shot. Um, and then Bobby and the the man Isaac and the woman Tamara have a little conversation. <laughs> Where they're like, hey, what are you doing? What, what, what am I doing here? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? And the, the camera kind of, kind of, you know, comes up to more like on their level. And the Dean's hand comes into shot. 
waves around a little bit. It's like, hello, bleeding over here. <laughs> hello, I'm right over here, you know. So now we're in a different house. Yeah. I uh, thought it was the same house. Right? It's, it's no, not, but no. it's like it's supposed to be Isaac and Tamara's place. Yeah. Like where they've like where they're their squatting. Hideout. I guess where they're squatting. Yeah. I do not think they own this house. No. But it's but it's where all of their like occult stash is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Isaac is like, Where's the Palo Santo? And they have like a little um like significant other banter. And we can overhear Dean in the next room having a phone conversation yeah. with someone named Jenny. And he's doing like his, you know, flirting to get information thing mm-hmm. in the next room. Yeah. Sam is examining the occult stuff and like there's stuff all over. There's there's shelves with, you know, bottles full of, you know, mysterious liquids and chunky things yep. and there's stuff hanging from the ceiling. Like, yep. you know, fun little occult mobiles and, and stuff mm-hmm. and Sam's yeah. looking at one. For the babies, you know. Yeah. Tamara explains that Palo Santo is uh holy wood from Peru, toxic to demons like holy water, uh that it keeps them nailed down while you're exercising them. Little banter between her and Isaac. Sam is like, how long have you guys been married? And they've been together for eight years, and they have, like, a little, like, a cute, Aww. like, the family that slays together. Like, mm-hmm. I'm right there with ya. Uh, how'd you get started? And there's silence. You don't ask that. Yeah. Because guess what? It's always tragic. It's always, always tragic. You do yeah, not ask how ask, someone got started. Why don't they ask Sam that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, how did we get start- How did you get started? Oh. Do you want to answer that? No, like, I don't either. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, 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 no actually, no. i no. dad in a fire on the ceiling. And, yeah, yeah, and uh, and Sam is the chosen one for the dark side. Yeah, so, Ooh, so great. Yeah, no, you you don't ask how someone got started in hunting um, because it's pretty much always they dead. might volunteer the information and then right. like let them tell their story, but like you right, don't and ask. You, and usually as the group are making a last stand, you're all about to get killed by demons. There's firelight. Someone's drinking whiskey and passes you a flask, and then volunteers the information of how you know, their significant other or their child or their parents were murdered by monsters mm-hmm. of one kind or another. Or they had to kill them themselves. Or yeah. or they got, or they had to kill them themselves or to defend themselves or, you know, whatever. It's, and it's always, you know, horrible and tragic. Mm-hmm. Sam is like, I'm sorry, it's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dean on the phone flirting with a girl named Jenny. And then the, uh, he's like, that was the coroner's tech. The whole family cause of death was dehydration and starvation. There were no restraints. No signs of a struggle. They just sat down and didn't get up with a fully stocked kitchen yards away. So everyone was very confused about this. Um, Sam's like, is it a demon attack? And Bobby's like, not like anything I've ever seen. And I've seen plenty. And Dean's like, what should we do? And and Isaac is like, well, we are not doing anything. This ain't Scooby-Doo. We don't play well with others. Sam is like, you know, I think we'd cover more ground if we work together. I'm like, don't split up. That's Scooby-Doo. Like, well, I mean, they mean, I mean work together. But like, yes, he's like, yes. we'll cover more ground that way. Let's split up and search for this ape man who eats hamburgers. <laughs> we're still splitting up. We're, we're splitting, splitting up, up like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, Isaac is like, no offense. We're not teaming up with the fools who let the devil's gate open in the first place. It's like, ah, oh, word has gotten around in the past week that yeah, it is that their it is them. It's their fault. It and wasn't... <laughs> So yeah, right, but it, <laughs> right, but okay. So who else knew? Yeah, who spilled the beans? That's what I was wondering. Ellen, Bobby, Sam, Dean. Did Ellie rat it out to people? Like she doesn't have a roadhouse to go to. Everyone at the roadhouse is dead. Yeah, who spilled the beans? 
demons gets around and yeah i guess what demons disguises people at bars um so the, the, that's a, a theory i suppose yeah. demons getting caught and uh interrogated saying like oh yeah those winchester boys let us out yeah. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i could see that as being something they do yeah oh yeah they're dumb and they're then, stupid. And then they let us word out. in the hunter community getting around. Yeah. But oh, that's that's some fast work. It's been yeah. a week. Yeah. Tamara's like, Isaac, like, you've ever made mistakes. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Like, he lists a few mistakes. He's like, 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 like everybody like makes mistakes. <laughs> everybody has those days. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's like, so it never brought on the end of the world, though. And Dean kind of laughs. He's like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we've now heard a couple times that this is re- being referred to as the end of the world. Right. Apocalypse. A- and end we, of the world. And we know, that, like, like the demons keep saying, oh, there's a war coming, but it's very nonspecific. No. Yeah. It's like, do the demons know yeah. what's going on? They, From, no. No. <laughs> no. From what we're able to tell... No. Yeah. Like, every demon we've talked to has been like, oh, yeah, everybody's talking about this war, but basically I'm just here to have fun. Yeah. And no one can tell me what to do. Yeah, Meg yeah. was specifically was like, um, uh, about that war, I don't give a fuck. No. Like, and that's, that is, is demon behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Controlling demons is a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. They don't want to be told what to do. They want to do whatever they want to do. So yeah, a like, demon army. <laughs> yeah, right. Bad idea. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna be like, uh, fuck you. Uh, I'm not doing shit. And, like and a as cat we... army. <laughs> An army of cats trying to herd them. <laughs> and as, as we, you know, learn later, the yellow-eyed demon's not around anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right? So they're and like, we don't have to listen to him. Yeah. So, the, and, you know, referred to as, you know, we don't, we don't have to listen to him anymore. It's like, oh, so this, the, the yellow-eyed demon is a demon who had enough power and influence to control an army of demons, potentially. Mm -hmm. I don't remember when we learn the yellow-eyed demon's name. Like who, like what, like what demon he actually is. Cause he, he has, he yeah. has, he has a real name and it is like, yeah, a, like I a, I looked it up once. Uh, do you, you, do you know it? I think I do. It's just an A. It, yes, it does. Okay. It's got a Z in it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Usually recognized as like one of the princes of hell. Oh, okay. Usually it goes, you know, Lucifer, princes of hell. Right. There are, and then there's like a huge stratified structure all the way down to grunt demons. Grunt. Um, <laughs> underlings. <laughs> underlings. So, yeah. The yellow-eyed demon would be one who, um, who, who could control an army of, of, of demons. Even ones as powerful as the ones we're, we're looking at right now. Where and he's the, dead. Where do the seven deadly sins lie? So this is something I want to, I kind of want to talk about later. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, should be. Uh, higher up. So Isaac says like that there were a couple hundred more demons out there now. Like we don't know where they are, when they'll strike. Uh, there aren't enough hunters in the world to handle something like this. He says that they brought war down on all of us. And Here's the thing. Tamara's like, okay, that's enough testosterone for now. Here's the thing. There aren't enough hunters in the world. Well, do they that- know how many hunters there are in the world? Not necessarily, but um, could given- there be hunters in Paris? No, there are hunters all over the world. Yeah, they could. But here's the monster in Paris. <laughs> they could be hunting the monster in Paris. Here, sure. Here's the problem with hunters in general: they enter the life through tragedy. Yes. Uh, they're usually they don't not together. living a particularly stable. Hmm? They don't like to work together. Yes, yeah. because a lot because you know their core job is usually vengeance. 
um, revenge, uh, anger, hatred. Kind of hard to share that with people, that kind of pain. They don't live particularly stable lives Mm -hmm. because of, like, the thing that drives them. They're not necessarily concerned about their health in general, and this is not a healthy lifestyle to be living. Uh, on the road a lot. Um, kind that without that kind of stability, it's difficult to build a healthy lifestyle. So without the violence and the danger aspect of this, lifespan is not great mm-hmm. for hunters in general. Yeah, it's kind of hard to be an older hunter. And then taking into the fact that most hunters die violent, bloody, and young without starting families. Yeah, for the most part, it is not a profession that encourages longevity. It is a difficult one to, you know, uh, build the ranks mm-hmm. of, of, you know, of hunters mm-hmm. because, like, the number one way you get into the hunting profession is through tragedy. It's not a job you necessarily would wish on anyone. It's hard to recruit for something like this. Yeah. Here's our information packet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you, want, do you want to die violently? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know those things you're scared of? They're real. <laughs> They're real? And you and, have to hunt them. And if you join us, you get paid zero dollars mm-hmm. and will probably die violently. Mm-hmm. And maybe running from the law. And probably running from the law. Yeah. Most of this life is illegal. Sound good? <laughs> I wonder if there would be a way, though, to, like, get a meeting or, like, send out a message for all hunters to meet together. Like, another, I mean... So that they could, it would be very hard to make a plan, but to get to feed, to like, uh, like feed out the people that don't want to work together and want to work on their own and get like a stable group of people that would want to fight this thing. I mean, that's always, you know, something you want to work towards in situations where like, I don't know, the world might be ending, but like the part of the problem with you know, hunter society is like, it's not a society. It's a lot of individuals and individual groups who, because of the nature of like, you know, the violence and the, you know, the very illegal, you know, aspects of this lifestyle. And, you know, the more people, you know, the more people you're regularly in contact with one person gets possessed. There goes your entire network. Yeah. And because, like, all that demon has to do is search the memories of the person they're possessing and they know all of the, you know, if if that person knows multiple people and their aliases and their families and, you know, safe houses, your your network is compromised. So isolation is safety. It's very difficult to build a strong offensive with, with, you know, a, this is a largely defensive situation. Um, Very difficult to build you know, a true offensive network. It's it's very difficult to build a hunter army be- because of because of this. Uh, rings and stuff. There are you know rings and charms and you know protective magics. Later on, they do get uh, some anti possession tattoos. Yeah, they are the tattoos, and that sort does sort of like you know answer like like why why do Dean Dean and Sam never get possessed and everybody else is getting possessed by things it's like they got tattoos <laughs> they got we don't want to keep writing that <laughs> keep writing them to be possessed by demons like or like trying to write around why the demon hasn't just possessed them yeah like why didn't the demon just possess them why why they is can why, why is why <laughs> why is the demon fighting them why is the demon punching them why doesn't the demon just possess them yeah yep. 
Now they can't. Now they can't. And eventually they'll get there. Yeah. So we guess that they're now, like, hanging out with Isaac and Tamara and using this as a base, that the boys are using this as a base, too. We're all just going to stay here for the night, I guess. Yeah. Um, it is. Nighttime. Nighttime. Um, so we get a couple, like, spooky shots of the exterior of this house. We see Bobby looking through the window, like, ooh, ooh, and then he closes, closes the, the curtains. curtains. And then we see this tree from somewhere outside. Yep. It is a, a tree that is mostly shrouded in shadow, but kind of backlit by very sideways moonlight. Mm-hmm. Where's that moonlight coming and from? And, like, fog, but, like... Fog machine fog. Fog machine fog. And uh, we see... Where, where is the sideways light coming from? Yeah. We, we no, don't know. No. <laughs> Computer, turn off the lens flare generators. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we had those. <laughs> and coming out of the... Like, materializing from the darkness of this tree is a woman who walks across the lawn and sort of stares intensely past the camera. Her eyes narrow. And she's watching the house where the boys are, and she's sort of staring at it. (gasps) And we get no more information from this woman. Nope, nope. Other than she's dressed very 2007. Yep. She's Mm -hmm. wearing a jacket that's kind of high... Cropped. Cropped. And wearing, I want to say, flare jeans? Yep. (laughs) Skinny, very skinny low-rise flare jeans. Yep. With a belt. I think with a belt. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, one of those, like, mid-2000s tops. It's that, like, kind of peasanty camisole-looking yeah. top under, under the cropped jacket. Very, it's, 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 it just says 2007. And her hair, her, her hair, her dye job is very 2007, too. Yeah. Long hair that's blonde. Blonde? Yeah. With, like, with black roots or, like, with dark brown underneath. Yeah. Not just roots, though. It's just kind of like under, 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 under the under, layer of under, blonde. Under dark. <laughs> <laughs> Did you recognize her? A little. Why? This is the actress Katie Cassidy. I know her from the Arrowverse. You told me that, yeah. Yeah, off, off pod. Um, she uh, In the Arrowverse, uh, which, like, it's 2007 here... I think Arrowverse got started in, like, 2012, so it's a good five years from from here. Mm -hmm. Um, She grows up to play uh, Laurel Lance, Black Canary, in the Arrowverse. So, very excited. This is an an earlier acting role for her. Very excited to see her here. When when I was watching the Arrowverse, I I liked her a lot. Katie Cassidy comes from um, kind of a famous acting family. Her dad, and I think her uncle were a couple of the the kids on the Partridge family. Right. So her dad was like a 70s teen idol, <laughs> heartthrob. And her grandfather, Jack Cassidy, I think. Um, I know him. He was, I mean, he was a famous actor from like the 70s and 80s and before. Um, I, lot, lots of things, but I know him specifically from being the killer three different times on Columbo. No, mm-hmm. yep, yep. I love Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> we are not a Columbo podcast, though. I like Columbo. <laughs> so we see Katie Cassidy is here. Yep. Why? We don't know. But she's, don't she's know. watching their house. <laughs> now it is daytime. Daytime! In our next scene, we see our uh, young dad, Khaki's man, walk into a clothing store looking notably less young dad khakis man yeah. and more just like a dude. Just mm-hmm. a dude. He's just a dude. Uh, he goes up to a woman and says, excuse me, and puts his hand on her shoulder and then looks over to where another woman is looking at 
some like green pumps, like these shoes. And he goes, those are nice shoes. And she looks over and she goes, oh yeah, they are nice. <laughs> he looks, uh, she looks back at him. They kind of smile at each other in understanding. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, those are nice shoes. And she walks over to the lady holding the shoes with, they're like these, they're like these green pumps with a little cutout detail on the side. And she's in a very mid-2000s tank top, like a cami mm-hmm. under a hoodie. Mm-hmm. And... A- athletic leisure. Yeah. The first lady, like the blonde woman, is like, those are nice shoes. <laughs> These shoes rule. And the woman holding the shoes are like, aren't they? And she's, then the blonde woman's like, I want them. And she's like, sorry, last pair, and walks away. Like, how would you react to this? I'd be like, uh, 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 Okay. Have them. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I kind of wanted them, but if you oh, want them, I guess. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, like, wa- I want, want them. them. I'm like, d- 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 okay. I you, guess you, do. you obviously feel more strongly about these shoes than I do. Nope. But she's like, sorry, last pair. Walks away. Our hoodie wearing woman uh, walks out of the store with a bag, uh, which we assume has the shoes in it. And our blonde woman follows her out and is like, excuse me, I want those shoes. Which, like, at this point, like, something's wrong. Yeah. Something's wrong. Give them, give her the shoes. Give her the shoes. Uh, yeah. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, what are you crazy? No. <laughs> like, 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 this woman's a... Read This, this, this woman, room. this is a... Give her the shoes. <laughs> she obviously needs them more than you. Um, but, uh, no, the, our blonde woman grabs our hoodie lady by the head and starts slamming her into the car parked there. Over and over and over until her head is like flat. It's like, like she's like in the like, pool it, of yeah. blood on the windshield. Yeah, it's she, like, she drops her to the sidewalk, grabs the bag, and walks away to like the screams of the of the gathered crowd. So the the shoes, yes, uh-huh. green, yes, mm-hmm. with cutouts. No, nope. the 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 phrase where you might be. Oh, green with envy. There we go. Nice, 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 nice. And I didn't catch it at first, but just now thinking about it, like him with the car, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, like that guy has he a is, much nicer car than me. He's envious. envious. So he's a perfect subject for envy to be like, oh, I see you. Comes in. He is full of envy. Mm. And the shoes, green yeah. with envy. Cute. Nice. Cute. Cute, cute. We get a like, camera shot of the bloody windshield in the crime scene. Um, yeah, it's a it's a very like CSI yeah. Law and Order yeah. couple of camera angles. It's yeah. like What's they're doing gonna... like the real people are doing doing yeah. stuff. Yeah. What's his name from Community? Uh, Hacky Sack guy is gonna step out. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's oh. on. He's not on CSI. He's oh, on, he's on NCIS maybe. maybe. Which is really fun. Pax so guy, um, um, the guy who's always got his shirt nipples. off. Yeah. <laughs> his tiny nipples. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's and I, I haven't like watched this show for real. So there's the All Crime All the Time channel. Yes, which just shows crime shows I, all day long. I and ah. I think it's NCIS. I think. No, no, wait. I don't remember. It's one of the <laughs> ones where the like CSI Miami or. Well, he's is he a surfer he? dude in? So in the uh, in whatever cop show this is, it's one of the it's like because there's like cop shows that are like about the police, and there's ones about the FBI, and there's ones about mm-hmm. the CIA, and then there's ones about Homeland Security, and like yeah. whatever, yeah. you know. There's ones about like you know government sleeper agents, or you know, it's one of the higher up ones. It's not like local cops, and they're like they like fight terrorists, right, right. But then they also have like a clubhouse. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a one, lair. He's one of the yeah, basically. And he's he's one of the like the action hero guys, okay, who like runs around with a gun. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I've never started blasting. I don't. I don't know. I've never really watched the show because when I tune into the All Crime All the Time channel, I'm hoping to catch something like Leverage, mm-hmm. which is fun, and sometimes has actors from Star Trek on it. You mm-hmm. have uh, is it I'm a lot of actors from here have been well. So on Leverage so far, Supernatural yeah. has this thing in in common with shows like Law and Order, where it's been on forever. So actors who who are getting their start they or whatever get is doing. Through. <laughs> Yeah, so actors do have like, everyone's been on Law and Order. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> if you're in like genre TV, everyone's been on Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. So in these like CSI crime scene shots, we also see Sam, who's like looking at the crime scene like he knows what's going on. Yep. <laughs> Inside the store, we see Dean talking with a pretty woman, and Sam walks up like, "Can we talk?" And she walks away, and Sam's like, "What are you doing?" And Dean's like, "I'm comforting the bereaved." His whole conversation with the pretty lady was very like flirty. And, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> And um, so he's like, what are you doing? And Sam's like, working. Yeah, the way that he said he's like, working. He's like, like dead body, sense. possible demon attack. And then Dean goes into his, like, he starts, corny, like... He starts coughing, like... Coughing. And he's like, Sam, I'm sorry, I don't have much time left. And into tissue, and then there's blood. <laughs> Boom, died. He's not well. When, when Dean starts into his theatrics, Sam backs off, and he's like, yeah, you're right, I'm sorry. And Dean's like, apology accepted. Like... <laughs> I got, I got away with it. Bobby walks over in a suit, and uh, Dean says, you're looking spiffy. He's like, uh, what are you? And Bobby's like, attorney for the DA's office. This is the first time we've seen Bobby in anything other than, like, like a, you know, rough trucker look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he looks like he could be a you know, assistant DA. Yeah. A man in black. He a could be a man, man, a man in black. A man in black. <laughs> there you go. Um, he says he just spoke to the suspect. Uh, she was not possessed. None of the usual signs. No blackouts. No loss of control. Totally lucid. She just really wanted those shoes. <laughs> and he said that he um, spilled a glass of holy water, a holy water on her just to be sure. Nothing. No sizzle. You know, Bobby's like, you know, if it had been an isolated incident, but first this, the family and now this. Uh, he's like, I believe a lot of things, but coincidence is not one of them. Coincidence? I think not! And so Sam didn't find, in his investigation of the crime scene, which I'm not sure how, how he was allowed to do that or how, how close he got. Right, I think he just stood and looked. Huh, I don't see any silver from I don't, here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see any powder <laughs> that the, the crime scene people have just, I don't see from, you know, behind the police line. Yep, yep. No sulfur, <laughs> definitively. And Dean turns around and notes the security cameras. See? Like, see? I'm working. We're, you know, in some kind of security office watching the... Right, like, we haven't footage. figured out how they're allowed to go in and do this. Like, what did they say? Well, did, well was Bobby, Bobby, like... Bobby is with the DA's office. Right. So, but, like, how are Sam and Dean allowed? He's like, oh, and they're with me. Okay. Also... And in, like... Plain clothes, street clothes, plain, players. No, street clothes, plain clothes, layers. What? <laughs> um, and they see on the the security footage the de- our our demon man touch the our our lady, who looks over at the second lady, and we you know, sort of you know scrub back and forth across this this moment. Um, and it's like we've this is our lead yeah. is guy who touches lady on shoulder and looks at other lady and as she looks and they both look at each other and, and it's like yes, yeah, like, yeah. understanding. I mean. I mean, like, it's suspicious. Yeah. It's suspicious. 
But, like, that's a demon. Like, what? (laughs) Next scene, we see Sam walking down the street away from Bobby and Dean. Yeah, they sort of, like, like, Okay, bye. Yeah, okay, bye. See you later. Like, what? coffee. Right? (laughs) Sending Sam to get coffee. He's going to leave it outside. (laughs) (laughs) So, the camera, as we're saying, the camera's, like, across the street. And is sort of following Sam as he's walking down the street away from Bobby and Dean, who are going the other direction. And there's, you know, cars and stuff... And the focus shifts away from, you know, Sam across the street to a woman in the foreground who sort of starts moving with the camera. Um, And it's our mystery woman from earlier, Mm -hmm. this uh, blonde... The tree lady. The tree lady. (laughs) Our our mystery tree lady. Yeah, she looks over her shoulder and turns to walk towards Sam and kind of tails him for a little while. But then Sam starts getting vibes. They just have strange vibes sometimes. Vibes, man. Well, I assume he's getting vibes because she's tailoring him quite aggressively. Yes. yes. She's not she's, she's not like, really keeping her distance. The way she's walking at him, like at first I thought she was yeah. yeah, I thought I thought she was just gonna approach him. Yeah. But as she's like tailing him and getting closer and closer, Sam, you know, stops and like turns to look, and as he turns, she sort of ducks she behind is- a delivery guy who's carrying a big box. Yeah, and 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 just disappears. Yeah. And, then, and Sam was sort of left standing there on the sidewalk, like, that was weird. Right. But, like, you and think, and does she, he just, like, that was weird. Like, that's probably nothing. Like, if he's gotten vibes, like, he knows that there's something there. Sam, when Sam gets vibes, he needs to listen to his vibes. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, yeah, yeah, nothing there. <laughs> Must have been the wind. Must have been the wind. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> so our next scene, Bobby and Dean are in a car outside a bar, and Bobby asks what time it is, and Dean says, seven past midnight, and he's like, you sure this is the right place? And Dean says, no, but I spent all day canvassing this stupid town. He's like, and with this guy's stupid face, and he has a picture of uh, their demon man, he's like, supposedly he drinks at this stupid bar. Sam bangs on the window and spooks Dean, and I'm like, that's childish, but, like... Giving Dean it's, a heart it's attack. It's funny, again. but, yeah, giving Dean a literal <laughs> heart attack again. <laughs> and, like, oh, oh, and Sam's, like, a oh, very funny. And it's then he very, just dies in the seat. It's very... <laughs> it is very brother behavior. Yep. Because then, because th- this is one of those cars that it's just, it's a two-door. Yeah. And to get in the back seat, you have to bend the, the, yeah. pass- the front, the front passenger, passenger seat up. So, 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 so I Sam. Get I was a bit confused how I got into the back seat. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, there's no I, door. I, I, yeah, was like, like, I was like, oh, so he's sitting in the same seat as Dean? <laughs> <laughs> because I saw that he opened the door, so and then he was like, and then he was like, yeah, I'm coming in. And then, and then oh, he, like, oh, started oh, to, like, me. then he started to, like, kind of crawl into the seat with Dean, and Dean was like, oh, and then he started to move over. But then he got, but then, but then he was behind him. in the back. Then I, like, blinked, and he was in the back seat, and I was like, oh. I was like, how did that happen? Yeah, so it's one of those two-door cars where you have to bend the front seat forward and climb into it. I hate those cars. Yeah, no. I hate it. Well, I mean, I haven't been in one in ages. I don't even know if they make them anymore. Yeah. Like this, because it's a terrible design. I hated being, like, a kid who's, like, visiting a friend who's, like, or, like, getting a ride from a friend whose yep. parents were, drove one. Uh-huh. And, you know, trying to cram five kids in the back of that car. Yep. And being like the one who's got to like like climb in last or whatever, mm-hmm. and like trying to climb over the seat and like th- and like then turn around and there's four <laughs> kids there at the back. It's awful. <laughs> I hated those cars. So Sam, in you know all of his six foot four to six foot six glory, mm-hmm. 
folds himself <laughs> into this car. This tiny car. Um, and usually when you climb into the back, there's no one sitting in the front passenger seat. Right. So you bend the whole seat back down and you can and, like and go you, all the and way usually back. And you like slide it forward. Yeah. Um, and this he like, he pushes folds, Dean. He folds <laughs> Dean into the seat and like pushes him. Dean, also, not, not a, a small, small man. man. <laughs> <laughs> but he just... And folds him over, and then like crawls in the back, and bends then him in bends him, bends himself over, and he's like, "We're good." <laughs> it's um, it's 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 horribly, terribly awkward. Yeah, uh, doing this. So yeah, Sam gets in the car in the back seat, and um, he says that this guy, uh, his name his name is Walter Rosen. He's from Oak Park, just west of Chicago. Went missing about a week ago, and like to remind us, Dean's like, ah, the night the Devil's Gate opened. Ah, and, yeah, okay, okay. In case anyone was confused, yeah. I think he's possessed. It's a good bet. Bobby's like, well, those demons, like they got out, are going to do all sorts of stuff that we haven't seen yet, like just touching someone and they go psycho. Sam's like, the demons that we let out. It's like, like oh, okay, right. okay, Sam. Uh, so then Dean like sees uh, the demon guy get out of a car and walk into the bar, and he's like, "Showtime!" And Bobby says to wait a minute. Uh, he's like, what did I just say? We don't know what to expect from this guy. We should tail him until we know for sure. And Dean is, like, impatient. He wants to get there before he, like, kills someone else. Um, and he's like, so we just sit here? He says, we just sit here with our junk in our hands? Like, like, like okay. Okay. What? Why? Why? Why is that what we're saying? <laughs> um... So I know that is a saying, right? Is but like, it? yeah, it is. It is. But like, I don't know why it is. Like, it's so dumb. We just sit here, like with, with dicks in our hands, with, with yeah, with junk in our hands, with just oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> juggling dicks. <laughs> no, it's not even juggling dicks. That's that's like, that's, oh, oh, that's, oh, that's uh, losing that, balance. That's that's, and... that's, that's Dropping yeah. a stack of plates. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby is like, we're no good, Dad. Like, we don't make a move until we know what the score is. We're no good with our junk in our hands. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like this, but like, so Dean doesn't want to just sit by and potentially watch people die. Mm-hmm. Bobby, like, looking at him, says, "We're no good, Dad." Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dean. Dean. <laughs> and um, Sam alerts Bobby because we see Isaac and Tamara get out of a car and go in. And Bobby's like, damn it! And he bangs like, the uh, the steering wheel. Yeah, he's like, like these idiots. Fucking idiots. I, God, like, like setting a bad example. I just said. <laughs> yeah. We don't go in till we know what's up. These, they just charge just right like, on in. I do, I do want, just want to point out about this scene, just real quick. Sam, like, sitting in the, so it's, you know, Dean and Bobby in the passenger and driver's seat, and Sam in between them in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the just the way the lighting and focus looked, Sam's hair looked particular particularly. Is that how you say that word? Oh, yeah. yeah, particularly. Particularly. <laughs> a particular scavern. A particular scavern. What are you talking? Rather than scavern, Kashmirga. Um. 70s fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. It was a like like a wolf cut. Quaff. Quaff. <laughs> and he looks kinda like Yeah. He's like a, a model. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, he's he's got a 70s model look going in in this episode. This scene in particular. That's really funny. Was he was it's this very it's this wolf cut looking very fluffy hair. Like not not, almost, not, not 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 eighties big. Yeah, no. no. Not teased. Like 
airy, fluffy. Yeah. Soft. <laughs> he looked great in this, in this scene. So in the bar, we see um, someone's playing a record on a jukebox. There's, there's a blonde lady. Right, we see our demon guy go to sit at the bar. Isaac and Tamara are sitting at a table. Isaac has a flask of holy water. That he keeps, like, looking at and, like, trying, like to sh- trying to hide. Yeah. And I'm like, like, you're a little obvious with that, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, if very. You're gonna, is he gonna, like... Splash, splash him, or is he I'm gonna? I'm not sure it. what their plan is because yeah. they're waiting for the demon guy to get up and go to the bathroom. Is he gonna if, pour it on his dick? <laughs> I don't know. I don't He's know like, what. Oh, I don't know. What, I, don't, I don't know what the plan is because their their plan seems to be Tamara bring is gonna go bring the car around back. Isaac is gonna follow him into the bathroom? Question mark. Right. Take him out the window. But but, ha- but all, he's, all he's got is a flask of holy water. Right. What? How is, is he gonna contain the, the demon until the, right. they get them in the car? Doesn't What's seem well thought the out. Plan. Yeah. No. If he were to do something like you know slip the holy water in his drink or whatever, okay, so that you know burns enough to weaken and distract. But again, what then? Right? And assuming, and they're assuming that, like, I mean, well, it's kind of getting ahead of us, but, like, they're assuming that it's just normal people in the bar, too. So, like, right. what are the, what are, what, what do they think the reaction is going to be to, like, well, I assume that drinks it and is like, oh, right, but, he, but, but that's not what he's going to do, right? He falls into the bathroom. Right? Because, because, because there's assuming, people in because, the bar. Right. Like, Does he think he's going to drink the sink water? I don't know what his plan is. Yeah. Like, also, do demons need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> 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 Why is he going to the bathroom? Right? Maybe. Is it just, like, because they know that they're hunters, so I they're trying to keep what, up the image. But yes, like, yes. But, but why, why do you, why do they as hunters think that see a demon him? They're like, going oh, to the I'm gonna wait. Oh, I'm gonna wait and follow him to the bathroom because demons have to pee. <laughs> do Here's they? The they don't. I feel like if demons drink and eat at in the human form, maybe then they still like have, they, 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 they don't have to eat, but like if they do, then they have to shit. Yeah. If they, if I feel like if they possessed. A still alive human body. See, I don't remember if this if this conversation is ever clarified. Right in the show, I don't remember. Great, I know that you know for later on. Spoilers: there are angels. <laughs> right, <laughs> they they don't eat or drink really. If they do, I think they just like banish it. Like they like, magic it away. Yeah, I think they just. I think they just like they. I think they just magic it away. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not like human bodily functions are you know base and lowly and like why would you do that? Yeah. So I don't know what the situation with the demons is. I feel like demons are different, like a, diff- a subclass of not subclass, but like different than angels. They're definitely different. From angels, yes. Yes, so yes like, of course. But I'm when saying, possessing like, a body, it might they might be more like reliant on like what that body does. does. Like if they eat or drink, then they have to live with the aftermath of that because their physical body does. Mm-hmm. Like what else would happen with that food? Like does a demon have a power to magic it away? I don't know. Right? Yeah. I so don't know. like I don't know. You, and even if they do, they probably still might want to go to the bathroom. I don't know. Because, I mean, I guess they just want to have fun. The human experience. (laughs) It's been so long since they were human. (laughs) They want to experience. I want to shit. (laughs) I want to shit again. That's the closest I can feel to being human. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, and uh, our guy goes up to the bathroom. Uh, Isaac tells Tamara to, like, pull the car around back. We'll be right out. And she's like, I love you. And he goes, I know. I'm like, 
All okay. right. Are they doing that again? Doing the Han Solo thing uh, again. Okay, I guess we're doing this again. So Isaac gets up to follow the demon guy and gets grabbed by another man, and like by the arm, and he's like, what are you doing? Like this bald man. And Isaac is like, hitting the head. <laughs> and he's like, no, what? He's like, I mean, and he tosses the holy water out of Isaac's hand. He's like, what are you doing here? And his eyes go all black. What are you <laughs> What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I don't like hunters in my bar. And then everyone in the bar gathers and their eyes are all black. It's demons. <gasps> Demon, Demon bar. bar. Was was this a surprise to you guys? No. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, there's going to be like seven of them. So when are we going to meet seven of them? And I'm like, well, there's a lot of people in this bar. And I'm like... Are there approximately seven people? Are there approximately people? seven people here? Maybe. I was a bit... I was surprised. You were surprised. Yeah. That's funny. I was like, when the guy turned demon, I was like, oh, it's a demon bar! But I wasn't really surprised when the rest of them turned into demons. Yeah. I was mostly like, when the guy was like, what are you? I don't have underwear. When he... When he... <laughs> Alright. When he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, and his eyes turned black. Uh, that's when I was like, oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we come back to the bar, and one of the demon ladies is like, hold on, I like the girl. And I'm like, oh, this is gross. And um, the demon man that we met before says, like, I wish I had me a girl like that. And, uh, you know, Isaac is like, you're not going to lay one filthy finger on her. The blonde lady says, I can think of about a thousand things I'd like to do to her. Yeah. Like, Mm. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Like, sure, within the character of, spoiler alert, lust. But yeah, like, yes, yeah, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves, but this is this is the demon lust. We've decided, like everybody, all of the other demons are like normal looking people. This lady looks like a blonde stripper, like yep. big big like corsety boob situation, big hoop earrings. We've decided that this is lust, which like they all that's they always do that. Yeah. I would like lust like, to be a handsome man. What do you think is, is, yeah. the, is, you know. I feel like Lust would be like a creepy guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they nailed it with our, fir- with our first, uh, first demon introduction here. Yeah. Envious, mm-hmm. envious suburban middle class, upper middle class suburban man. Yeah. I think that's, that's pretty dead on. Lust, you know, it's slut shaming. Yep. It's, and, and then we get to do the, oh, it's, it's, it's sexy. It's okay it's, because it's, she's a woman. It's sexy because it's a woman. And, you can be a little bisexual if you're evil as a treat. Yes. Mm-hmm. We get both of those. Um, and isn't being lustful evil. And being lustful is evil. So we get to tie all of that together. Any little bit of queerness, we immediately tie into the being evil, evil and lust and, and lustful. And yeah. So that's great. Yo. But not really. <laughs> no, 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 no. So as the, as, you know, the demons have all gathered around them and are jeering at them. <laughs> One of the demon men comes over, he approaches Isaac, and he says, I got something for you. And th- this is one of the um, the Kim Manners camera swings. Yeah. The camera goes all the way around, and we get to see everybody. This guy who, all of the people in this scene, the, all the actors, 
are like working Canadian actors who have been in a ton of stuff. So they're all vaguely familiar. Yeah. 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 Including this, including this guy who I like, like, I couldn't figure it out, but like, I swear he's played a dentist before. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. he's, at least he's got those vibes. He comes over to Isaac. He says, I've got something for you. And he holds up like a, like a gallon jug of dream cleaner. Yep. He says, and have a drink on me. And this scene, ju- it's just, this scene is rough. Yep. It's, it's gross. This, from the early seasons, there are a couple of scenes that stuck with me as being disturbing. The first was from Simon Said. Yeah. The scene where the person sets themselves on fire at the gas station. Yeah. yeah. This is another, this is one of the other ones. Both compulsion. Yeah. Both, both compulsion based which like which kind of the compulsion to do self-harm that you didn't want to do yes which are you know bad brain worms for me yeah and in this scene it's it's graphic and it goes on for a while yeah it goes on for a little too long yeah and it's not like I, i was expecting the thing that i was expecting was like in heather's where they give her some blue liquid oh and it's like it look it's just like clear it's like normal like liquid consistency but like she and she drinks it and like starts like gagging and like convulsing and like dies and she falls on the glass falls table. on a glass table which is very star trek but <laughs> <laughs> so like it, it it was like a different kind of thing i was i was like not expecting the consistency of yeah. it it's yeah it's this is this is thick, thick like like glue like 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 liquid glue and it's thick. yellow and it's yeah. yellow yeah we don't need to describe yeah, tr- this scene in extreme detail for... yeah there that's we that's why we have content, content warnings, warnings in the um the in the description yeah we don't we don't need to describe the scene in detail except that it goes on for a while a and it is graphic and this is this is how Isaac dies yeah and uh one of the women demons is like holding Tamara back as he like takes the jug and chugs it, and, and he's, like, the demons are smiling. all laughing. And he's like smiling while doing it too. Yeah, it's like the uh, so he falls bleeding, and we hear uh, our demon man Envy go like, "Your turn!" And in burst Sam, Dean, and Bobby in the car through the big double doors, and they splash holy water on the demons. They're all hissing. And they dr- have to drag Tamara away from Isaac's body. She wants to stay. She's screaming. They get her in the car. Sam and Bobby are, you know, shouting for... They're like, come on, he's dead. Like, we gotta go. And they're shouting for Dean to get in the car, get in the car. But Dean is luring one of the demons around to the back of the car and runs out of holy water, has like a little... Like, like it, it's, you know, he, he goes to splash. Nothing comes out. And they're both like, oh, oh, oh. And they have a little scuffle. And he sort of like matadors the the demon into the trunk of the car, which has a devil's trap on the inside lid. And he's like, "No!" This, and this this is our suburban uh, demon who is like, "Haha, I gotcha!" Oh no! <laughs> which is which is pre- pretty good. <laughs> Dean somehow gets into the car, right? Where which, there's a bunch of demons, and he doesn't have any holy water left, and and, and also he's like, "It's it's this two door situation, which is impossible to get in." Yeah. But he makes it, and they go peeling out of there, leaving some very soggy demons who are very angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm wet. I'm hysterical and I'm wet. In our next scene, this demon man is tied up under a devil's trap. It's our, it's our classic demon interrogation scene. Mm-hmm. Tamara really wants to go back and get Isaac, and Sam and Bobby say that that is a bad idea. Dean is like, I'll go with her. 
And Sam is like, no, like, it's suicide. And Dean's like, I'm dead already. All right. It's like, okay, so here is some of, I think, the first how Dean's really feeling. Yeah. That we've seen this episode, that that heightened thing he's been doing this whole episode. This is why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like, ooh, it's like, ooh, there it is. Yep. So Sam is like, well, how are you going to kill them? Like, they're they're not just going to wait in line to be exercised. We don't even know how many there are. And he specifically says, can't shoot them, can't stab them. Yeah. I, 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 assuming because, because, you know, they don't have anything to kill demons. Yeah. The gun doesn't work anymore. Yeah. There are no more bullets. Also, at, at least at this point in the series, there is still some concern about if you exercise the demon... You might kill the person. Or... Well, well, if you exercise the demon, you might save the person. Right. If you do damage to the physical body, exercising them won't save them. Yeah. At least at this point in the series, <laughs> there's still some concern about that. I feel like... I'm pretty sure that that just concern just like goes away at some point. Wow. When and they just like, start. It's just more important to kill demons. Yes. Or... And like, like, you know, once they've, you know, achieved much higher power levels in their story, killing demons is like, you know, just like a Tuesday. <laughs> so Tuesday. So Tuesday. Which, if you know, you know. But, like, it just becomes, like, killing, like, just run-of-the-mill grunt demons. Yeah. It's nothing. You just, you have your magic weapon and you just kill them. Right. And they, and, and by, by you know, the later seasons, they've got a ton of magic weapons that kill demons. <laughs> That's funny. It stops being an issue. And they kind of stop caring about the people they're stabbing. So, yeah, but, uh, Sam was like, we don't even know how many there are. And Bobby's like, yeah, we do. And he pulls out a book. He's like, there are seven. She's like, seven. The, the seven deadly sins. Oh, that was a pretty good Bobby. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you remember that vine where it was like, seven? No. The... Oh, no, uh, vaguely, but I don't, I don't really remember. Oh. I think it was Gandalf doing the cootie catcher. Why? Oh, that's funny. Why? Why? Okay. Why would you call it a cootie catcher? Why do you call it a cootie catcher? It's a fortune teller. Because I couldn't think of a fortune teller. Yeah, but why was the first thing you why? thought of a cootie catcher? Because that's what other people call it. Wow. That's changed. That's changed. We all called it fortune, fortune tellers. tellers. I knew that that was a thing. Right. I, I was like, oh, that's an old-fashioned way to say it's an fortune it's, teller. It's but... an old-fashioned way to say it. People still don't call it that, but that's the only thing my what, mind can think of. What do people okay. call it? Fortune teller. Oh, okay. 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 That's okay. just the only thing. Yeah, we thought that, that, like, is that what the youth just say? Is that what the kids are saying? It's like, ooh, hot new youth news. What? No, I just no, couldn't get think a finger of on the pulse of the news <laughs> of the youth. Couldn't think of fortune teller. <laughs> yeah, the seven deadly sins. Um, and Dean goes, "What's in the box?" He's like, "Brad Pitt, seven, no." Bobby throws a book at Dean. Like, he, yeah, when Dean does this reference, everyone in the room it's like, is looking at him. Stupid bitch. Like, at, at first, they're like, <laughs> at first. <laughs> at first, they're looking at him like, what? Yeah. And then they're looking at him like, ah, uh, like, you're angry. Like, not the time, Dean. Yeah. Read the Every, room. Everyone in the room is looking at him like this. What's in the bar? <laughs> <laughs> ju- it's just not the time. Yeah. Like, I, here's the thing. Totally. I don't even know what that's from. I know it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, he says in the movie Seven, I think. Brad Pitt finds his wife's head in a box. Oh, great. I don't know if I'd want to watch that movie. So the this this is the scene though, th- this is the scene where um, the Bobby's earlier line 
about like you're not gonna find it in any book. Yeah. And then he comes out with this big old book and is like, I've got the answer. I've got a book. <laughs> it's Ben's which, classification of demons. Uh which I know is a book. Is a real it's a real book. Okay. It was published, as Bobby says, in fifteen eighty nine as part of the Treatise on Confessions by Evildoers and Witches. Huh. By Peter Binsfeld. Just is just like a little interesting trivia about this guy. Okay. Um, was the German bishop responsible for the trier witch trials? Oh. oh. Um, he had 368 witches burned. I thought you were going to say wives. In for some reason. <laughs> in, no, uh, <laughs> no, which he, he, he killed uh, 368 people for being witches. Wow, that's a lot. In like the region of trier? In the surrounding region, as a result of like the tri- the specific trier witch trials, it's uh, like up to a thousand people died. Mm-hmm. Wow! Um, and like this, this was his like dissertation <laughs> on the, the a treatise on confessions by evildoers and witches. Wow! And he was I would have been burned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and um, witches in uh, in this in this region, like you know, witch trials, not limited to women. I mean, women were you know, targeted. Yeah. But um, not limited to women. Um, men and children were burned as witches. Wow. So, um, he, uh, Bobby's talking about the, the Vincefeld's classification of demons and identifies the seven deadly sins not as just, you know, human vices, but attaches them to specific devils, which is an interesting idea that it's interesting that they bring this up because this idea doesn't really go anywhere other than the idea that there are specific actual physical demons that are corresponding to corresponding to this to the sin that are filling this job opportunity right. a little a little unclear like right. so in in the book that what because th- there are um f- from this time period a number of different people have their own classifications of demons and the wrong way that they've laid this out but Binsfeld specifically attach Lucifer to pride, Mammon to greed, Asmodeus to lust, Leviathan to envy, Beelzebub to gluttony, Satan to wrath, and Belphegor to sloth. It separates Lucifer and Satan. Huh. Interestingly. Hmm. But attaches Lucifer to pride and Satan to wrath. Which I, like, I guess makes sense. Lucifer was, you know, prideful enough to defy yeah. God. Yeah. And fall. But that means that they'd be up against... Right. <laughs> so this is something else. I wanted to bring up if Literal they had Satan? well, and, and then the difference between Lucifer and Satan, yeah. right? Which this show doesn't really do. This show, Lucifer and Satan, are one and the same. Okay, but if they had decided to stick with this idea and actually go somewhere with this, we would have had <laughs> a very different season. Yeah, because it would have been a season. What we've got here, I think, is an issue with escalation. Yeah. This episode, we are going up against the seven deadly sins, mm-hmm. which I feel like should be a pretty big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We kind of take care of it this episode. Yeah. And we can talk about this more, like, once we get to the end. It just kind of seems like they're dealing with, uh, like, like just normal... Yeah, like, yeah. everyday, everyday grunt demons. Grunt or, like... Demons. Just these guys have names. Yeah, right? So Sam is like, oh, the family, they got touched by sloth. Yep. And the shopper, Bobby's like, that's Envy. And he's like, that's the guy that we have right now. Um, Isaac was touched with an awful gluttony. And Tamara's like, I don't care. I'm going to slaughter them all. And they're like, it's like, how are you going to do that, though? I don't know. I just will. Uh, Bobby's like, we did it your way. 
Uh, look what happened. These demons haven't been topside in half a millennium. We've never faced anything close to this, which is like escalating again. Like, this is so big. We've never had anything close to this. So we're going to breathe and we're going to figure out what our next move is. Yeah, he shuts her down by just like yelling in her face. And spits and then, flying in her face. And then he takes a breath and says that he's sorry for her loss. So our next scene is our interrogation. I, lo- I like the, the, the caption was laughing evilly. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was just laughing. Like, yeah, right. He was just laughing a little, chuckling a little bit. Um, they, you know, start the interrogation. They want to know what he wants. And Dean takes the lead in the interrogation. He splashes him with holy water. And their mm-hmm. and envy, our demon, is like we have what we want. Yeah, we're we, out. We're free. He's like, I'm just celebrating, having fun. He has some people crochet. I'm like, oh well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Others golf. Uh, he's like me. I like, I like to see appreciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like me. I like to see people's insides on their outsides. Like oh, cro- oh, crochet. All right, all right. golf. Insides, all equally evil activities. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I have strong feelings about golf. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, you do, but crochet, come on! Come on! It's not evil, it just makes you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't think, cro- I think knitting, I think knitting... Of the fiber arts knitting of, is of, evil. Of the, of the fiber lot, arts, though. quilting is evil. Yeah. 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 It's white woman. White woman what? bad. <laughs> Not, I would, not necessarily white woman. No, but it's, it's racist. What? Yes. Um, uh, there is a history of, of uh, significant racism in the quilting world. Wow. Because I'm like, geez, Ben, quilters are not racist because, I don't know, like, they're like just a bunch of black women. There, 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 <laughs> oh. there is a, a history yeah. of serious racism in the quilting world. Wow. I would say, like, quilting, knitting, too, to some degree, I would say, are, would, I would qualify both of those as lawful evil activities. Because <laughs> I have seen a lot of black quilters on my For You page. Yeah. But yeah. like, like within like the quilting institution, yes, right. Uh, because much racism. They have such strict rules on what you're supposed to do, and which is what like all. And it's like, no, I don't want to do that. Which is which is why. Oh, your crazy quilt. Uh, well, my crazy quilt, which is a crime against humanity. Yeah. Yes, but also I've done the that. Ashley Crumb tinies. Yes. So I, I was. I'm still working on it. Because that's how quilting is. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of those. You know, I'm I'm making a Gashley Crumb Tiny's quilt. The, I mean, the original Gashley Crumb Tiny's, of course, is the alphabet. One child for every letter of the alphabet who dies in a horrible way. I'm making an alphabet quilt based on the Gashley Crumb Tiny's in the style of Sunbonnet Sue, which is a classic quilting character, like applique character, mm-hmm. which is this cute little little kid, like in profile. So you, you just see like a little sunbonnet and like a little 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 dress, mm-hmm. like little like like Alice in Wonderland with the apron yeah. situation, doing little activities like chasing butterflies or picking flowers or something. Yeah, with a basket or something. Right, just little simple, cute little little things and doing different things all over the quilt. So in the style of Sunbonnet Sue, murder children. <laughs> Alphabet quilts. <laughs> Yes, some people who crochet. Um, Tamara's like, I'm going to put you down like a dog. And uh, Envy's like, please, you really think you're better than me? And uh, he calls Dean gluttony and lust. 
he calls Tamara Wrath. And he said, it's the reason that you became hunters, right? It's so much easier to drink in the rage than to face what really happened all those years ago. And she punches him and they hold her back. Like, uh, Bobby, Dean and Sam, like they, they hold Tamara back. And Envy goes on to say like that. We are not sins. We're natural human instinct. Um, he says that you can repress or deny us, but the truth is you are just animals. And he says that they will be slaughtered like animals too. Because the others, they're coming for him. Then I think Dean, Dean is like, well, maybe, but they won't find you. You'll be in hell. <laughs> and then Envy has, he's, he, he's been like so like cocky confident at this <laughs> and point. Then he, and his then smile it, fades. He's, he's like, like, like surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> uh, wait, you know, no, you're going to send me to hell. And Tamara begins exercising him. <laughs> um, I do just want to say about this uh, interrogation scene. There are some things I appreciated about it more than other demon interrogation scenes it's we've seen not really sexy yeah it's, it's not, not it's not sexual and i think a large part of that is it's not a lady they've got tied up yep but they didn't make it sexual he did that was kind great of common like respond to tamra when she was like i'll put you down like a dog oh yeah he was like please please yeah like, which, is a little, like, which was which was a little, a little bit but but at least he wasn't like oh please please kill me please i would like you to <laughs> Please, I beg of you. But, like, the scene, the, the things he's saying are very classic, like, biblical devil talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tone is set for that when he set, when he says, I am legion for we are many, which is a direct quote from the Bible. Oh, wow. That quote appears, I believe, in Mark 5, one, like, like 1 through 20-ish. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The gospel according to, to Mark <laughs> <laughs> um, this, this This parable also appears in Luke and Matthew, I think. It, it's it's the Jesus does an exorcism. See, oh, see. okay, yeah. Does he do an exorcism? Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. In in this in this story, Jesus does an exorcism. There's there's a guy who's possessed by I don't know I don't remember how many thousand demons or something. You know, but if, he says that, like we can you know estimate legion like you know Roman legion number of demons um, are in this man supposedly. Jesus's solution is he casts them out, but like into a herd of swine that are then driven over the cliff and into the sea. Great. Which seems like an ecological disaster to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the locals were, according to the some versions, like depending on who, which of the Gospels was telling it, the locals were displeased with all of the commotion and were very afraid, so they made Jesus leave. <laughs> <laughs> Setting the tone for this, I am legion for we are many. Everything he's saying, very classic, biblical devil demon talk the he makes good points sometimes <laughs> it's you know tempting your mind into certain ways of thinking and by saying things that are technically true but twisted i liked this scene more than other interrogations and exorcisms that we've seen before yeah and i liked this about his character mm-hmm. so our next scene the boys are having a meeting in the other room while the exorcism happens and bobby suggests that and envy is right the other six will be coming for them soon. So, like, maybe they should just, like, sit tight and hole up here and, you know, wait for them to come to them. 
This is not going to be like a hunting situation. Yeah, and Dana's like, you guys take Tamara, I'll slow them down, buy you time. <laughs> Sam's like, shut up. Like, <laughs> like no, we're not even inter- entertaining this. Bobby's like, Sam's right. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and Dean's like, there are six. We're out manned, outgunned, we're, outplanned. We're not doing a Hamilton. I'm not doing a Hamilton reference. Okay, fine. I'm not doing a Hamilton reference. Not doing it. Uh, Bobby says that there's no place to run, that they won't find them. And uh, Sam's like, well, if we're going down, we're going down together. So we have the sound from the other room of the exorcism finishing up, and Tamara comes in, sort of, like, marches through the scene, and they're like, did, did everything good? And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's gone. And they're like... And the guy didn't make it. Like, we have some missing time on this guy's body. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. we don't know exactly what Envy put him through. Yeah. And we don't know how hard that exorcism was on his body. Yeah. But... Considering, like, what we know, like, from the end of the episode, that at least a couple people will survive. Um, I'm interested, I, I would be interested to know why he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounded like she, like, f- killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, put him through enough during the exorcism that it killed him by yeah. the end. Yeah. They, they left her unsupervised. Yeah. They did. Which, in her in stage and. Yeah. 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 As Envy points out, Tamara, wrath. <laughs> Tamara is filled with wrath. He points out that. Um, Dean is filled with gluttony and lust. Mm-hmm. And Dean doesn't argue the point. Yeah. I would. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes. Um, so yeah, they, when, in her wrathful state, they left her unsupervised. I would question how exactly he did not make it. Yeah. And I think they don't necessarily want to question it at this point because they're like, no, oh, well, fuck, she and, definitely killed that guy. And I don't want to prob- mess her. And, and probably feel she is entitled to her pound of flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though that that's a, an innocent dude yep. who was collateral damage there. Yeah. So our next scene, the boys are making their preparations. Dean is loading a gun. Sam is pouring water into a flask. And I'm like, we assume that that whole jug was blessed? Or like, how did... Yeah. So, right. So making, ho- making holy water in Supernatural, we've seen it done a couple times. They say some stuff over the water anoint it in some way, and then drop a rosary in the water. So yeah. as long as the rosary is in contact with the water, the water is, and, and you've performed this ritual, the water is holy. Okay. From our time working with the church, that's not, not really, really how, how holy water, water works. works. Does it Priests just... have to do it. Yeah. Not a, just anybody. You can't just bless it yourself. This is coming from a Catholic perspective. Right. I don't know with other, other f- Christian faiths if there are other means by which you may make holy water. But it feels from, like just you can't do it yourself, right? Like well, you, you shouldn't be make able your to own holy water. Like I make my own water. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, we're we are like you know approaching like moon water territory. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was say. But but holy water. If you are near a church, at least a Catholic church, holy water is pretty freely available. They have yeah. the like you like like you be able to fill a jug. People do like like they have like they like a holy water jugs. font with like a spig- spigot on it, and you go in and I mean you're not just gonna take the whole thing, have but you take filled gallon jugs before. I don't know, I don't know. but usually but you go in with like a like a, a container of some kind to take enough holy water to fill the font in your home. It's like the co-op, you bring your own container. Yeah. yeah. So our you know preparation scene. Dean loading the shotgun, Sam filling the holy water. The radio turns to static and then starts playing music. And the boys kind of look at each other. What's like, pussy cat? Whoa, 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 whoa. 
That's my entrance music as a demon. <laughs> Mine's it's not on you. That's too good. New email question. What Let's is see. your entrance music as a demon? Yep. Even well, the radio starts playing because yeah. you're a demon who's shown up. Yeah, the radio goes to static and then starts playing a song. What is your entrance music? Because <laughs> <laughs> as we all know, like being a supervillain is about presentation. Presentation. So, yeah. So the boys look at each other. It's showtime. And they, like, take up positions at the windows. Bobby and Tamara are by the front of the house. And we hear Isaac's voice yelling for Tamara. He's calling out for help from across the lawn, and we see him struggling up the walk, calling out, begging for help, dragging himself up the porch, banging on the door, saying things like, how could you leave me there? Why won't you let me in? He's crying, he's screaming, he's begging. And Tamara, this is very hard for her. And he's like, we swore at that lake in Michigan that we'd never leave each other. And she's like, how did he know that? And like, it's because they're in the head. But like, it's because the demon is in the body and it is picking apart the recorded information on the brain or it possessed him before he actually died. And it's taking, taking that information. There's no way he survived to hear your loved one on the porch screaming for help. Yeah. This is a very hard, uh, very hard for her. His Then his tone shifts from sad and crying and begging to angry. Yeah, he's like, you're just gonna let me die? I guess that's what you do. It's like, like the night those things came to our house, came for our daughter. It's like, you just let her die too. This... This this is the, the final straw for Tamara, and she takes off out of the door, breaking the salt line. With a, you son of a bitch! She tackles him down the porch steps and pins him to the lawn with that the stake of that holy wood, and he screams, like, demon screams. Our, our next couple shots were a little confusing the first time I saw it, because there's a lot of, like, walking feet. Yeah. Yeah. People walking around very quickly. It's very funny. Because, like, like, I'm not sure, like, in this moment, where Sam and Dean are. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where they Bobby just sort is. Of, they just sort of vanish. Because Bobby's just sort of, like, hanging out in, the in like, the that main front room. Yeah. yeah. We, Sam and Dean were by the windows on the first floor. Then they vanish. Because yeah. Bobby and, had been standing, like, right by the door with Tamara. Right. And she pushed open the door. But then when it and shows, then, and then, he's kind of gone from where he had been standing. Right. right. So the door... We don't know where Sam and Dean are. They've sort of disappeared. And this line of demons, they all sort of, like, file up the stairs. Yeah, 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 they run up the stairs, like, I don't know, like, the only thing I could think of was, like, ah, like, when you're doing the homecoming scavenger hunt, and you all go to your friend's house, but you gotta run up to their room to find, like, the item that you need from their house. It's like, oh, we're all running up the stairs, and it's late at night. Like, they didn't, like, search the first floor. No. They all just ran right up the stairs. I'm not sure... Why? I was expecting <laughs> why they were doing that to like like climbing up right, the right, stairs. right, right. Oh, on your hands yeah, and knees yeah. but like climbing up the stairs yep. like a, you know like the carpeted stairs that make it even better yeah yeah yeah, that, yeah all the climbing the stairs on all fours yeah yeah you know I you know still like you do. do that yeah so they all they all go running up the stairs for some reason but the last one gluttony no sloth sloth, sloth. Gluttony was the guy with the drain cleaner, the dentist. Okay. <laughs> then I wrote down Sloth. But... It's it's Sloth, the, yep. the last guy to come in, who looks at the stairs, pauses, and then turns, and Bobby's just sort of standing there. Yeah. Right. Like, so they, they all ran past they, they Bobby? All, they all ran right past Bobby. Okay. He stops, turns, and there's Bobby, and then he, and he starts to advance on Bobby. 
And so Bobby kind of gets cornered by Sloth, and then Sloth looks up, and he's under a devil's trap. And then he looks like, very afraid. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby gets off a line, fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Which is a direct quote from Animal House. Oh, cute. Okay. It's a 70s comedy movie. I think some of the that era SNL guys were in the movie. It's a... Uh, it's a... I've never seen it. No. I don't really intend to. No. No. It's a... Is it like frat guys it's in a, a frat house? Yeah. Or? Yeah. It's a It's a 70s frat house movie. Wow. Yeah. So picture like just show. the really gross humor. Yeah, no, no. I like the yeah. grossest you could possibly imagine. It used... I, I think like culturally it used to be like a boys coming of age kind of like... Mm. Like, like going into college kind of yeah, movie. right. So up, we have some, you know, back and forth scenes upstairs. Dean is running around yeah. with a flask of holy, holy water, and he's found by the blonde lady who gets the flask away from him and then follows him. Right. <laughs> Downstairs, Bobby is working on exercising sloth. Upstairs, Dean gets cornered by the blonde demon. He IDs her as lust. She's like, I'm whatever you want me to be. And he's like, yeah, all right, you just stay back. <laughs> yeah, you... He's not flirting with her at all. No, but then she, she's like, or what? And he's like... Good point. Like, what do I, what I, I do in this situation? <laughs> and she's like, I'm, and you know, she does the the sexy walk. Yeah, the GTA stripper. But yeah, walk. It's, it's the GTA stripper walk. Yep. Towards him, and she's like, I'm not going to hurt you, not yet, not unless you want me to. And it's like that's an interest, an interesting roller coaster of consent there. Yeah, I'm not going like, to hurt you unless you want me to. And but, then, and then, I, then will I, will, kill, I will, I will be killing, kill you, killing you. But later. in the moment, I'm not going to hurt you unless you want me to. In the moment, let's have fun. Interesting consent there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then she touches his shoulder, and we hear like the the compulsion whispers. Yeah. And Dean starts making out with her. Sam, elsewhere in the house. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is just standing alone in a room. What are they doing? <laughs> I don't know. He just plan? stands there. No. I don't know what he's doing. I just feel here. like he's like a sim. Like yeah, yeah, standing yeah. alone in the room with nothing to do, and then like before he thinks of the thing like that he'll do on him on his own. He's staring at the wall. Yep. The door is kicked down by a suit wearing demon who gets in the "Here's Johnny" line. Why? Why I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't. I. At Why this, are they doing so many movie references? I don't know. At this point in time. I don't think this was a particularly relevant reference to be making. Yeah. Really? I mean... I mean, we know... It's not it's, like it had just happened or something. No, like. we, know it's, we know it's from The Shining, but for the target demographic, like, I don't know how... watched it? I hadn't no. at that point. I didn't... I certainly wouldn't have picked up on that reference. Yeah, or it's like, oh, I think that's from that thing yeah. that I haven't seen. Like, it has it is a reference that has been made enough times i might have recognized it as a reference yeah mm-hmm. that is used a lot but not connected with it in the same way yeah suit demon is followed by gluttony and the waitress <laughs> yeah so we don't realize we don't know who wrath and greed are so uh, i we, we we can when we get to the end mm-hmm. we can like go through that i'm pretty sure wrath is the bald guy yep that makes sense so I then is she greed so she would be greed that make i guess that makes sense okay kind of because this guy um, they they approach, they, they start to approach Sam, but the suit stops them and looks up to see the devil's trap, and the suit's like, "Come on, you really think something like that is going to fool someone like me?" Sam I mean, should have like me. Sam should have like held his hand and put like pulled him in, been like, like, like. Just pulling you in, just you know. 
Um, and he gets off like a little monologue here. He makes like a crack in the ceiling and breaks the devil's trap. And yeah, he's like, we've all heard of you. He introduces himself as the root of all sin. Says that he, yes, he knows Sam Winchester. We've all heard of you, the prodigy, the boy king. Boy king? Yeah. I've never heard that. No, we've heard person, like, you know, soldier. Yeah. One who will lead the army. Boy King is interesting. Yeah. Is that like what the yellow demon has been telling the other demons? Is like he this is he's royalty? gonna be your king. Is he royalty? Is he demon royalty? I am not going to say anything because okay. I think this is unintentional. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> but it is interesting. There is some I don't think this this was not inten- I don't I do not think this was intentional foreshadowing. But it interesting. is interesting. Okay, okay. Because of what happens later. So he's, Pride is like, you know, with your yellow-eyed friend dead, like, I guess I don't have to do the uh, thing. Like, you're fair game. So, uh, when he says this about the yellow-eyed demon, this sort of puts us in perspective of how powerful this yellow-eyed demon is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he can control the seven deadly sins. Right. So, so the yellow-eyed demon was keeping these guys in check. Yeah. So he was at a higher power level than these guys are. Yeah, like, I'm gone. Putting Dad's t- not home. Yeah, putting we together do whatever we want. Which and that is most demon personalities. Yeah. yeah, putting together a demon army is just a bad idea because, <laughs> because like, you can't gremlins. control them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we see Dean and Lust making out, and he's sort of backing them up as they're making out, and then throws aside a curtain, spins around, like pulls away, and shoves her into a bathtub of holy water. Yeah. And now we've seen, like, in uh, Phantom Traveler, we saw, like, our first demon and, like, exorcism and, like, mm-hmm. holy water on a demon. Mm-hmm. He started sizzling like his body was, was like, burning. Right. Like, we saw, like, his skin bubbling and, like, burning yes. and stuff. Yes. Her face isn't, like, like he dunks her head first and yes. she's screaming, but yes. it's not like her face is melting off. It probably should be. It should have been. It definitely should be. There are notably some things that are different from that first demon that we... Yeah, that we see. We I don't think we ever use Cristo again. Yeah, no, 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 no. Which would be a Christo. that cool and useful thing. Cristo. <laughs> I don't think they ever use that again. Um, yeah, the the effect holy water has on any individual demon. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts, it just, but like, does it, it hurt the body? Of, yeah. It probably should be melt like melting her face a little bit. Yeah, they didn't like, have the budget for that makeup. <laughs> that or no, that they're CGI already, they, or... they've already got a camera in the bathtub. Like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's like a bee sting. You know, but like all over the body. Yeah, right. It's just like, owie, you hurt me. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing, remember in Phantom Traveler that they brought up, holy water. It's not only hurting them, but it's also weakening their demon powers because right. without the holy water, they can do things like toss you across the room. The holy water, you know, weakens them so that they don't have access to their special demon powers. Right. I don't know how consistent that's staying. Something else about this scene with Lust and Dean. So we've seen these uh, the other demons with, with the compulsions they're doing. The the compulsion that Envy put on the shoe lady was, like, still in effect. Like, later, when she was, like, being interrogated, she, like, she just really wanted those shoes. Yeah. The compulsion that we see, like, I mean, what Sloth did to the family. Yeah. They just sat down. Th- like, that takes a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the compulsion that lust the, the comp- to Dean... The compulsion that Gluttony did to Isaac... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, was, ...was extreme. Yeah. The compulsion that lust has on Dean, Dean is able to stay cognizant enough to take himself away from her and dunk her in holy water. Yeah. That means that he doesn't... He isn't lustful. 
That means he was not compelled by lust. Yeah. Could be just an inconsistency. It's almost Could cert- be a thing. <laughs> it's almost certainly just an inconsistency, but it is an inconsistency that happens again later. Oh, uh, okay, cool. There, There is later a compulsion-related thing that happens that's affecting everyone around Dean except for Dean. Hmm. For a similar reason that I can could see like like I it Dean is in a similar mindset mm-hmm. a similar emotional place right. see we know that Dean's definitely bi yes but I don't know was he just like not attracted to her I don't think that's it a lot of the you know hyper you know lustful behavior that he exhibits is part of his performance mm. And he's been in a hyper-performative state this whole episode. And the the way, his relationship with sexuality, that sort of sexual performance, to me at least, seems very rooted in trauma. Mm-hmm. We know Dean has been compelled before. Yeah. In Simon Said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ansem. Comp- well, Andy too. Andy too. Yes, Andy took his car. Yeah. And Ansem was going to compel him to shoot himself. Yeah. So we know he can be compelled, um, but he's not being here. So the theory, I suppose, is that lust has no power over him. Has no hold on him here. Lust can't take root in him. I just find that interesting. Yeah. Because we've seen Dean behaving in a lustful manner Mm -hmm. this episode. Right. But the actual compulsion of lust can't take root. So that whole thing was a performance. So, in the other room, Sam's not doing great. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pride gets Sam in a headlock. And uh, our mystery girl appears with a knife. Um, she's got, she's got like, a thigh holster. Yeah. And she unholsters. The, our uh, gluttony dentist turns to see her, and she slits his throat. And we see the dead demon flash. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a sort of a red flashing light, and he just drops. Similar, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a similar flashing light that we saw when the cult killed a supernatural creature. The waitress turns, sees and recognizes her, says you, Mm -hmm. goes to fight her. She spins, stabs the waitress in the chest, dead demon flash. Pride turns to grab her. Sam punches him (laughs) once and then is thrown off. Mystery girl stabs him up under the jaw through the mouth dead demon flash. Sam's like, who the hell are you? And she gets in her her little line. I'm the girl who just saved your ass. And he's like, well, I just saved yours too. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Like, just by punching pride so he got off her. What what was that, Sam? What was that little line? And she's like, see you around, Sam. He's like, wait. And then he runs after her but can't find her. She does not wait. So our next scene is the aftermath. It's the next day. Sam and Dean are preparing a shallow grave for a salt and burn of the three demon hosts killed by the magic knife. And Tamara is attending to the burning of Isaac's body kind of separately. And Sam and Dean have a little exchange where Sam's like, you think she'll be all right? And Sam's like, and, no. and Dean's like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, here's where we, so it's, we've gathered that the waitress was greed. Uh, then we've got gluttony and pride. Right. Or dead. Right. Tamara is burning Isaac's body. So are we assuming that... Well, Isaac's body was, was possessed, possessed by, by wrath. Because we don't see... Because we don't see wrath. We don't see the, the bald bouncer... Yeah, no. In, the, ...in this whole confrontation. Okay. I'm assuming wrath was possessing Isaac. Right. Okay. Then Bobby comes out and, uh, and like, Dean's like, you look like shit. And Bobby's like, you try exercising all night. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Um... Any survivors? So the he says the pretty girl, I think, so Lust and Sloth made it. 
was like a lifetime of therapy bills, but still, like they made it. And Sam's like, that knife, like what kind of blade could kill a demon? And Bobby's like, well, yesterday I would have said there was no such thing. And Dean has a little joke about like, like, well, who was she? And how could she fight better than you? Yeah, he's like, how come a girl can fight better than you? And I was like, okay, Dean. Yeah. yeah. And Sam then, wonders, like, well, if we let out the set of Deadly Sins, what else do we let out? And this is the question to ponder for the season, I suppose. Yep. Dean, you know, sets the shallow grave ablaze. Later, they're saying, they say goodbye to Tamara. They, oh, she says, see you gents around. And I'm like, yeah, oh, gents? this whole time we didn't tell you guys, oh. but like, she's British. British. Yeah, she has a British accent. And she is see a, you and, gents around. And she, <laughs> but she is a British actor. Right? But like. She does say gents. It's, yeah. <laughs> she has... That, that's the only, like, British thing. Yeah. Gonna go grab a cuppa. It's Tuesday, it's isn't it? Tuesday, isn't it's Tuesday, isn't it? It's Tuesday. Hey, there's another one. Tuesday. Oh, my God. <laughs> no! It's, it's Tuesday, Tuesday, isn't it? You're gonna change. It's Tuesday. Listeners, I need you to know the, the bad British energy that I was just blasted with across the table. So they say goodbye to Tamara. They, you know, split with Bobby. They ask him, like, hey, do you think we can actually do this? And he does not give them any false reassurances. He just says, catch you on the next one. And they're, and they're like... <laughs> and they're like, oh boy. Do you think so weird, too? Sam suggests uh, Louisiana, hoping to meet with a hoodoo priestess who might be able to help break Dean's demon deal, and Dean shuts it down. He's like, nah. <laughs> Sam's like, Nah. <laughs> yeah, Dean is not interested in anything breaking the deal because if they try to get out of it, Sam will die. Yeah. Like, Man, why'd you have to make that deal? Um, he's like, I couldn't live with you dead. Um, so Sam is like, well, now you, I live and you die? You're a hypocrite, Dean. How'd you feel about dad? You were broken. Uh, now you do the same for me? Which, what you did was selfish. And Dean's like, yeah, you're right. It was selfish. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> Sam's like, I'm not. He's like, tough. After everything I've done for this family, I think I'm entitled. And then, it's very sad, he says, truth is, I'm tired, Sam. I don't know. It's like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And Sam's like, it's hellfire, Dean. (laughs) He goes, you're alive. I feel good. I got a year to live. I'd like to make the most of it. Um, He's like, what do you say we kill some sons of bitches and raise a little hell? Get in the car and they get to vroom away. So we've got our mission statement for the season. It's like, we don't know what else we let out. (laughs) Could be anything. Could be anything. Um, And we're going to kill some evil sons of bitches and raise a little hell this season. We've got a little open-ended. Like, we've got a lot of things that we could do. Leave it open-ended. Yep. So, thoughts. Final thoughts on the episode. Um, It was all right. Not, like... I wasn't, like, blown away. Um, How'd you feel about it as a season premiere? It felt weird to be, like, the first episode in the season. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like we were introducing, like, what the plot was supposed to be for the season. It didn't feel like, you know, like, I mean, sure, it was, like, an aftermath of what happened at the end of last season. But it didn't feel like... I don't know. I just did not feel like the first episode in kind of a felt season. Like your average Joe episode, right? Like your average, like middle of the mm-hmm. pack, like middle of the season kind of a thing. I think a part of the problem there is um, the amount of hype the characters were giving the demons in this episode, yeah. and then the result 
Yeah. Like there, there was a, so it's an issue with power level mm-hmm. and escalation. Yeah. They're, they're all making a big deal about like, like seven deadly it, sins. We're right. up against the, the big seven. And then they come and they just like walk up the stairs, running up the stairs. So yeah, I feel like, like if I were a writer on this show, I feel like I would be concerned that they're escalating too quickly. Yeah. Like that, like, okay, we want to do the seven deadly sins and we've been talking about all episode, like, and like, like we've seen like some of the stuff they can do where they just like compel people to just die, which is, you know, beyond regular demon abilities. Mm-hmm. Why are we just killing them all this episode? Like, like yeah. this, mm-hmm. like, like, I feel like if they're this, supposed to be important or something. Then yeah. Like, or, you know, they're, spo- them, they're, supposed, they're supposed to be strong, then make them stronger. Yeah. Like it, they, they just, it just felt like disappointing. Yeah. Like, I guess. Yeah, get rid of them all. Yeah, and then they're like, well, what else did we let out? It's like, well, you wouldn't have to... I mean, you could be still asking that question, but, like, this could have been a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or part of a season. Uh-huh. Where every couple episodes you're dealing with one of the seven. Right. That and could be, like, literally, like, you know, set, like, a couple episodes apart, like, throughout the whole season, and... Um, and with, like it would fl- make the whole season flow and like have this big arc that connects everything. And like, and then and then even with the stuff that I know comes later in the season and like what they end up making the season about, because I think with season three they do kind of flail around and struggle to find their footing with what they want to do right. for the first I don't know seven episodes or something. Oh boy, uh, and they don't have that much of a runway. Oh, they didn't know at this point. That right. at, at this point, they think they have 22 episodes. <laughs> so this is going to be a problem. Yeah. Pacing and... Pacing this season, I think, is going to be a problem. Yeah. I mean, I can talk a big game. I've never written for a television <laughs> show. <laughs> but, like, if I was, you know, writing this story, I feel like, you know, building more appropriately to these demons that were like, oh, we're like making a big hype about it. And then the payoff of them, like, learning how to hunt these more powerful demons would feel better mm-hmm. yeah like we could we didn't even have to start with some big triumphant first episode like it could have been something like monster of the week you know but like or like smaller demons that are afraid of the seven deadly sins or like I mean, we, we could this, this still this could, could have been be like the introduction of them right and we, then and then they all you know take off to right. cause more havoc and now we got to find them all yeah yeah and the, but and like even with the stuff i know that i know happens later that could still happen because we can still ask the question, what else do we let out? There's something else that we let out. Yeah. Could be working together, could be playing off each other. We've got, you know, and you know, a, an A and a B, uh, A, B, and C with, with Dean's whole thing. Yeah. You know, situation throughout. And then, like, fillers filling out, and, like, boom, you've got a season. I, I just, like, but, the, but they just, like, okay, let's knock all seven of them out in, in the first episode. episode. After spending the first, like, three quarters of this episode making such a big deal about how deadly they are and yeah. how they've never killed one of these types of things before. They've never and dealt also, with them, and it's seven all at once. And Considering they're so powerful, like, remember when Meg was like, I've learned something, too. And she destroyed, and she started encanting something, and then she ended up destroying the... Uh, Devil's Gate when she was sitting inside of it. Oh, oh when, when she was possessing Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The seven deadly sins are so much more powerful than her. You'd think. Yeah. And, but then, like the big final fight, they're just kind of like they're oh, just they're like oh, so like when, when Pride is like fighting with Sam, the other two are just standing around. Yeah. And why are why are they 
fist fighting. Fist fighting. Why well, they can they throw you weapons? around the room. Why aren't they using their powers? Their special. Their special powers. They're just they're also. They're, ju- they're also demons, which means they're like they have demon powers. They, anyway, they have but demon they're, powers. They're supposed these to be extra strong demons. These, so like, like like these are supposed to be. If I mean, if not like the big bad, because there is a big bad of the season. Mm-hmm. At least like Soulsborn mini bosses. Yeah. yeah. Could have been. They just, but they they end up feeling more like grunt demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is disappointing. Yeah. Um, like, and, like, even most of this episode could have still gone, they could have still, you know, caught Envy. Yeah. Like, they could have yeah. still had that whole thing. Right. And he could have been the first off their, you know, the first off the list. They could have dealt with him. Right. And so then had six more for the rest of the season or something. Yeah. So pacing and power level issues mm-hmm. here. This is going to be an issue with this show that they have an issue with. Going too big too too quick. Okay, we've all gone too big too fast and then run out of room. We've all made a happy birthday sign. Um, it's it's uh <laughs> the you know, Dragon Ball Z one punch man yeah. problem. But well what do we do now? <laughs> and that that happens way too soon. Yeah. Um this would have been a way I mean, I know that at this point they did not know they were gonna get fifteen seasons. But this would have been a way to You know, drag it out a little better. Better flow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the stepping up of, of our hero's power and like, you know, confidence in their hunting ability. By the end of the season, they've killed the seven deadly sins and they fought this big bad. Now they're ready to move on to other bigger, better things. But instead, I, they, they get rid of all the seven deadly sins in this first episode and then they're going to spend the next several episodes like, what do we do now? <laughs> So, yeah, kind of, kind of a disappointing uh, premiere episode. Yeah, definitely does not touch the season two in my time of dying. Yeah, the season one premiere was just like a yeah. mostly a regular monster of the week. Yeah, um, with the addition of killing killing Sam's girlfriend and their mom. So yeah, in this in this one, um, we do have to twice <laughs> kill the same black, black man. man. Yep, Isaac. Yep, first time really brutally. Um, also, mm-hmm. the other people to die... I mean, there's a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows how many, because there were so many demons. <laughs> right? Yeah. I assume bald guy at the bar did not make it. Right. Because... When when Raph just, left him. Yeah. I assume he did not survive that. But we don't know, and we're not going to check up on him. No. No. Whether if he's alive, he's going to need therapy. Most of the the people who are in Supernatural need a lot of therapy and are not the type of people to seek out therapy. Yeah. <laughs> a little underwhelming. Yeah, as a season premiere, a little underwhelming. Do we want to jump into... Up next, our, our segment. Listen to Mailbag! <laughs> segment. <laughs> segment. <laughs> segment time. <laughs> we have a review from Apple Podcasts. It's a five-star review. Which is the best, best, okay. the best one. It's five out of five stars. What's it titled? Nostalgic and Nuanced. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I started the show after the Greatest Gen ad, and I have to say, this is exactly the kind of discussion I would have wanted to have about Supernatural on Tumblr back in the day. I stopped watching after season 11 because I felt bitter, betrayed, and incredibly queer-baited. The host's reviews are loving yet nuanced, and they aren't afraid to call out the many problematic elements of the show. While I will never forget what eventually led me to leave the fandom, they also have reminded me why I enjoyed Supernatural in the first place. Jads slash Sarah. 
Well, thank you. Yeah. Jet slash Sarah. Jet slash Sarah. It's for the five star review. Thank that you. That was so sweet. That was very sweet. That's so sweet. Oh, that makes me so happy. That's so sweet. Hey, we have another one. Our ad worked for somebody. Our ad worked for another person. Oh, hooray. Hooray. Huzzah. (laughs) (laughs) This concludes Listener Mailbag. End of segment. (laughs) Okay, so thank you for coming to our season three premiere episode. Join us next time. Why is that a problem? I don't know. I like it. I like it. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you for coming. Everyone, welcome to Come Margaret's on back room. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the kitties out on chat. So if you're in the area, you must be in the area because this isn't a very powerful radio station. Come on down to the ballpark. And bring the kitties, why don't you? Uh, join us next time for Season 3, Episode 2, The Kids Are All Right. Dean pressures Sam into traveling to Cicero, Indiana, so Dean can visit an old flame named Lisa, with whom he had a tryst nine years ago. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So join us next time for Season 3, Episode 2. Until then, I have been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye! Bye! Thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Bruff Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, Dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet and get in touch with us by emailing Three Idgets Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>